News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The final undecided U.S. Senate race of the recent midterms being decided today as voters in Georgia head to the polls. Yesterday, Republican Walker and Democrat Warnock held rallies before today's runoff. Walker told voters what happens at the polls depends on how many voters show up at the polls. Get your friends to vote. Call your friends to vote. This is so important. And I say this, if you don't have friends, what do you do need to do? Make some friends and get them out to vote. Incumbent Warnock displayed confidence, telling supporters we are going to win. And he said he doesn't mind giving his opponent credit where credit is due. He was a great running back, and we're getting ready to send him running back to Texas. I'm Donna Warder. Those responsible will be brought to justice. The pledge from North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper referring to the vandal or vandals who shot up a couple of electric substations in Moore County over the weekend, cut power to tens of thousands of utility customers still in the dark. What happened here Saturday night was a criminal attack. And federal, state, and local law enforcement are actively working to bring those responsible to justice. The governor's remarks aired by WTVD. The Moore County Sheriff says those responsible clearly knew exactly what they were doing. A Memphis police officer is in the hospital in critical condition after being shot last night. The MPD says the officer was investigating a report of a suspicious vehicle when the shots rang out. Police say the suspected gunman was later shot and killed in an exchange of fire with other officers. Stocks in the red on Wall Street. The Dow is down 59 points and NASDAQ off 108. The S&P 22 points lower. More on these stories, townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable, single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. The late Chinese President Zhang Zemin has been eulogized by senior Communist Party officials, including current President Xi Jinping. But the passing of the 96-year-old was barely noticed by most of the general public, as the BBC's Stephen McDonald reports from Beijing. In Shanghai, people were sounding their horns at the designated time. Now, remember, that was his power base. That's where he was based for a long time. But in Beijing, nothing really. I think most people in the city didn't even seem to know what time these, the three-minute period was when they were supposed to stop and pause because the cross-section we were standing at, it was like completely normal life. I think that's not because people don't want to pay their respects. I just think most didn't know that that's when it was. Zhang rose to power just ahead of the army's bloody suppression of the 1989 pro-democracy movement centered on Beijing's Tiananmen Square. Townhall.com.
Good morning, everybody. Mostly cloudy today with rain becoming likely as the day progresses, uh, especially during the afternoon and evening hours. It's going to be breezy, too. Trending milder, though. Temperatures will be in the mid-50s. Tonight, rain not as cold, 48. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with showers, breezy, warm with temperatures in the upper 50s to near 60 along the shoreline. Thursday, lingering clouds to start, becoming partly to mostly sunny, highs in the mid-50s. In the early morning forecast center at Channel 3, I'm meteorologist Scott Haney wishing you all a great, safe, and healthy Tuesday. 51 in Norwich, 54 in New London. Good morning. I'm Marty Hausberger. Sikorsky Aircraft down in Stratford has lost out on a contract for well over a billion dollars to build a replacement for the military's Black Hawk helicopter. The Department of Defense has selected Bell for the contract to begin the process of replacing the military's fleet of Black Hawks. Governor Ned Lamont says... That decision's disappointing. Sikorsky's parent, Lockheed Martin and Boeing, cooperated on the bid, and the companies now can challenge the decision if they find flaws in the selection process. State Department of Motor Vehicles Commissioner Banji Magabani is retiring from the position early next year. Magabani, a retired information technology executive at Aetna when Governor Lamont recruited her for the DMV position. Lamont says over the last four years, Magabani has helped with the vast overhaul of how the DMV delivers services. Says the department that used to provide most services in person now is much more electronic and focused on creating efficiencies for restaurants or residents. Uh, the governor holding a holiday open house at the governor's residence in Hartford on Saturday. It'll be the first holiday open house held by the governor since 2019 as coronavirus sent that event online last two years. The open house on Saturday will be from 10 till 3. The governor's residence all decked out for the holidays. Lamont says all of the uh, decorations are donated, including uh, Christmas trees, wreaths, and seasonal greenery. Mostly cloudy. Uh, later on today, we'll have some rain. It'll linger into uh, tonight and tomorrow. High today of 55. We're at 51 now in Norwich at 10.06. Next news at 11. I'm Marty Hausberger, WICH. And now, Stu Breyer. Oh, you missed a big story out of oh, India. what? Out of India. Yeah, there's... Hmm? I'm very... Can't cover the whole world. I understand I that. I, I'm very skeptical of what happens in India. Well, a man married twins. Oh, good for him. Nice. The India Times says a man from India recently married twins... Because the woman couldn't bear parting ways after marriage. A complaint has been filed against the groom for marrying two women at once. The trio now plan to honeymoon together. So the sisters were so distraught over mm-hmm. being separated by this marriage that so they, they both just, married, they just the guy. Both married mm-hmm. the dude. All right. Mm-hmm. Huh. Good for them. And if um, they get divorced, it'll be Twins Peaks. <laughs> I was up all night with that one. Hey, uh, can you imagine that? I sometimes do imagine that, yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. Yes. No yes. more details. No more extrapolation of that. You hear a lot about strange sales. I got a couple of emails. One was that uh, from my eye doctor. Strange sales? Yeah. Like like, you know, like in stores? Yeah, like in stores. All right. One was... Um, it wasn't like, I'll do one eye and the next one free, but this was yeah. uh, with every lens uh, prescription, you mm-hmm. get a half price on the frames. Okay. Which, uh, all right, that's okay, but then I got one from the uh, Quest Diagnostics last, oh, yeah. last week. Yeah. 50% off blood tests. Really? 
That's remarkable, isn't it? When do you ever hear that? I've never heard such a thing. I like Quest. They do a good job. Yeah, they do. I go to Quest, but I never heard of a sale on blood tests. No, I've never paid for one that I know of. I think my insurance covers it. Yeah. Wonder what a blood t- I don't even know what a blood test would cost. Well, they're pretty expensive. Are they? They're pretty expensive, believe me. I'm sorry to hear about Christy Alley passed away. Oh, no, that's sad. She was awesome in Cheers. Yeah. And awesome I never watched lady. that other show much, but that she did after that. She was um, the type of person who would speak her mind and wasn't yeah. afraid of anybody. No, uh-uh. Very out there. And I like that. Yeah. She was funny. The cleaning crew found a grenade... Yeah, I mentioned that earlier. Mentioned yeah, that earlier. wow. Mentioned what that was That'd like. Be a little yeah. scary. Where do you think this is, Harry? <laughs> Don't touch it. It's a grenade. Oh, whoa, catch! Don't pull that. Don't pull. You can pull my finger, but not that Don't thing. Don't pull that one. Don't pull that. Anything else strange in the news? Of course, besides all the wickedness in there, police watched a man break into a police car. Oh, that's smart. It's not a smart thing to Jeez. do. Mm-hmm. Hear about the people that are going to McDonald's uh, to cross the border in Canada to get their special new treats? No. Yeah. Can't, can't get it in America? They have a new dessert, and it's in Canada, so they've been crossing the border to get it. Hmm. Must be really good. Jeez. What, what is it? Some kind of a dessert thing. I forget the name of it. Hmm. But do Why don't that? we have it here? Well, I guess it's coming here, but they oh, couldn't wait. They couldn't wait. Crossing the border in Canada. It's that... It's that, oh. it's that good, huh? Speaking of McDonald's, uh, a dog gobbled McDonald's sauce packet. Mm. Wales Online says a London bull terrier named Porridge. Porridge. Recently had to undergo a surgical procedure after eating a McDonald's sauce packet. Mm, the whole packet, not just what's inside. The whole, the whole, packet. The whole plastic. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. The owner, John Griffin, was walking him when he encountered the McNuggets sauce, mm. quickly gobbled it up. Not the uh, owner of the dog, but the dog. John rushed porridge to the vet. They performed an endoscopy to remove the sauce packet. Hmm. It happened. Probably just swallowed it whole. It was empty. The sauce packet? Hmm. Yeah, all that for an empty sauce packet. an empty sauce packet. Probably barbecue. And now here's a half hour of good news with uh, our good friend Marty Hausberger. A half hour? I got nothing. (laughs) Nothing, huh? Half hour. Yeah. Well, sometimes we get a cute story or two. I listen to you yeah, in the morning, and yeah. you throw one in just to make us sure, feel a little better yeah, at the you, end of the you news. Mix in some good, sure. Sure, something that brings a little smile. I don't remember having anything today, but. Mm-hmm. So uh, in India, you can marry twins. I had no idea. I'll have to ask my Indian friends. Yeah. I have an Indian friend that's getting married, but it's only to one woman, so. What's what's the matter with him? I think he's messing out, yeah. So this could start a whole new trend. I'll I'll marry you, but my friend has to marry you as well. (laughs) Can you picture that? Yeah, oh yeah. And the guy says, okay, sure, what the heck. What the heck, yep. As long as you give me a little more time. And that's news of the world, ladies and gentlemen. you spanned the globe there. Marty Hausberger from Norwich to India. Right here. (laughs) It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. So how would you feel if, uh, you know, somebody said, uh, well, I, I love you, but you must marry my sister as well? Hmm. 
They make you think a little bit. Of course, there'll be times you won't know who who's who anyway. You're on the air. Welcome. Well, was that on purpose, that crash noise? No, no, that was not on purpose. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought maybe you uh, went through the Doppler window. <laughs> no, but if I don't put that switch down again, I will. <laughs> Let me turn my phone up a little so I can hear you better. All right, okay, buddy. T- Here we are. One, two, three. So um, you said that you've been finding all these bargains? Yeah, I mean, unu- that's an unusual bargain to get a half price on a blood test. I never heard of that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you 50% off this call. Okay, you're going to do half of the conversation? I'm just going to do half the call, and then I'll mm-hmm. do the other half tomorrow or something. Well, I expect at least 80% from you. Oh, okay, 80% of 50% would be 40%. Now, mm. hey, I did that in my head. That's pretty good math. Hey, I wasn't good at algebra. Don't even tell me that. Yeah. So speaking of dogs swallowing things... Yes. You know, and I'm doing this in case Wonder Man's busy and doesn't get a chance to call in. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few days before Thanksgiving, my cousin's dog, I think he's a German Shepherd Collie Max, I don't remember, but he's a fairly big dog, swallowed a Starbucks coffee cup. Ooh, gross. A large styrofoam coffee cup. Why do dogs do that? Uh-huh. Well, this dog will attack anything. <laughs> I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I guess they're curious, and their instinct is to eat stuff, I suppose. So do they have like to... like me, actually. Have to, bring I think him, about it. have to bring them to a doggy hospital They took them to the vet, and the vet was like, well, I think he gave him some medicine and said, just kind of watch his... Um, what's the word we want to use on the radio? Poop, mm-hmm. uh, I yeah. think works. Stool actually sounds worse. Let's say poop. Yeah, is so. Uh, all Thanksgiving dinner, the conversation was about the dog eating the cup, or poop, poop, or stool. The stool, poop, dog do. What's worse? I guess poop, uh, poop is worse than stool. I, I don't know. Stool is a, is a medical term. Yeah, you could be sitting I think on it a. it sounds worse on the radio. I think poop sounds better. You could be sitting on a stool talking about it. Well, you then, could do that. Then if you're in a boat, um, it could be a poop deck. Oh, by the way, yes. if, um, so in India, you have to marry twins, or you can marry twins. What if, Can twins marry twins? Let's say I have a twin brother, mm-hmm. and I want to marry a girl, and she has a twin sister that my brother wants to marry. How does Well, that could work better than the would, other thing. Would I marry both of them, and then he'd marry both of them, or... They would marry both of us? It's very confusing. It is confusing, but I guess if you each married one, then you would have to sign a paper that you'd always have to be together. And then there's that whole swap thing, which we won't get into on the radio, Mm -hmm. right? But you wouldn't even know if you were swapping. (laughs) All right, I'm up to 46%. What else should we talk about? I think we've lost 46% of the audience at this particular point. (laughs) You know what, Stu? Have I ever called you a brat before? No, but you're about to. <laughs> no, I just did. You have a good show, okay? Hey, thanks. Good to hear from See you. See you later, buddy. See ya. Welcome to the program. It's a Tuesday morning. The number is 889-5252. I do have a serious guest at 11 o'clock. Believe it or not, most people, more people than normal, between December and January and New Year's, 
have heart attacks and strokes. I don't know what do we do to ourselves during the holiday season, but we'll talk about ways to stay at least healthier during this season. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning, Stu. Morning, sir. I think I'm going to go sit out on the porch today and listen to the wind chimes. I think it'll be good for a while. 51 degrees right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Hey, Stu. Yes, sir. You know what I want Sandy to bring me for Christmas this year? Hmm. You'll never guess. More wind chimes? (laughs) No. A nice... Brand new, shiny oil truck filled with oil. That's a nice gift. That would be a nice gift, wouldn't it? Mm, be about an eight, $900,000 gift. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. These well, bad little boys and girls out there this year, they have nothing to worry about because coal is very expensive this year. Oh, that's right. So they won't get coal in their stockings. They won't find coal in their stockings. Hey, Stu, um... Down in the city of Norwich, you know, besides the one tree that they put up in front of City Hall and a few of the decorations they threw down there at uh, Howard Brown Park, remember how it used to be when all the streets were decorated and all the overhead decorations and everything? It was beautiful, huh? Oh, of course I remember those days, but I, you know, don't give up on it. I think there's still some decorating that will be going on very soon. I hope so, because mm-hmm. uh, uh, the only ones that would be proud of that mm-hmm. city right now would be Ebenezer Scrooge. Really? I think so. Uh, he would probably think it's too much, too many decorations. And if I was a billionaire, you notice I didn't say millionaire, because uh, that's a thing of the past. Yeah, poppers, that's a popper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I was a billionaire, I'd buy that city all kinds of decorations, and they could go to town. Yeah, that's it's really sweet of you. Don't forget, when you hit uh, one of those lotteries, um, we heard you I, right here I, on the air. I couldn't win a, one of those lotteries if I was the only one playing. Hmm. <laughs> that's not good luck, right? No, it isn't. No. And, and you know, I don't know if people realize, well, I imagine some people realize it. I don't know if you realize it or not, but, you know, back in, the, I believe it was the late 50s or maybe the early 60s, Norwich won the most beautiful decorated city Christmas decorations uh, in the whole country. I remember them winning a big prize. I you know, I thought it was even later than that when they won it. Oh, maybe. I don't yeah. know. So anyways, okay, I'm going to go out and get my spot on the porch. Yeah, enjoy the porch before it rains. Although yeah, you probably... Well, I got cover. I, I have overhead covering anyway, so... Well, we got you covered. I, the rain's not going to bother me. Well, you have yourself a good day now. Thanks, time, man. Appreciate it. All right. Bye-bye. You know what I mean? One missed... Oh, got the Mr. Grinch thing in my head already? Boy, that didn't take very long, did it, huh? You're listening to Personality Radio, WICH Weather. Rain this afternoon, breezy 55, rain tonight 48, showers pretty much all day tomorrow, a breezy warm 59, and then clouds will linger at the start of Thursday, but then mostly sunny and very nice, a high of 55. That's your Channel 3, early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 52 degrees, WICH AM and FM. Stu Breyer with you. The number is 889-5252. Are you making multiple trips to the pharmacy each month, taking up your precious time? 
it's time for you to simplify. I'm Sandra Grillo from Utley & Jones Pharmacy, here to tell you about our exciting refill coordination program called Simplify My Meds. With Simplify My Meds, you won't worry about running short of pills or running out of refills. Our pharmacists and staff will check with you every month, review your medications, vitamins, supplements, and call your doctors to get refills for you. With Simplify My Meds, you can get all of your prescriptions filled at the same time every month. You can have the convenience of a single monthly trip to the pharmacy or delivery to your home or office. Isn't it time for you to simplify your life? Isn't it time for you to come into Utley & Jones Pharmacy? That's Utley & Jones Pharmacy, 112 Lafayette Street, Norwich, and online at www. Local high school basketball is coming to Mohegan Sun Arena on Monday, December 19th. The Day and Ambassador Limo are proud to present the Holiday Classic Tournament, featuring can't-miss matchups including East Catholic versus Notre Dame West Haven at 4 p.m., St. Bernard versus Daniel Hand at 6 p.m., and New London versus Norwich Free Academy at 8 p.m. Tickets cost $10 and are on sale now at theday.com slash holidayclassic or at the Mohegan Sun box office. See you December 19th at Mohegan Sun Arena. Hey, it's a pleasure to have your company. 889-5252. You're welcome to express yourself here. Welcome to the show. Hi. Good morning, Father Stu. This is Boston Benny. Hey, Boston Benny. What's cooking? What's cooking? That's a good question. You know, I was just thinking when I just called you Mm -hmm. and I was waiting, waiting to speak to you, I said, you know, there's a number of things that I like about Stu Byers show, but one of them is I don't have to wait long to talk to the host. No, it's good. We like to move it along, sure. Yeah. Uh, The other thing is, you know, when you're not in, usually Keith Mm -hmm. C. Rice, he refers to me as the public safety guy, which I don't mind because I I think I told him. Yeah. uh, You know, I I was involved with public in public safety for quite a few years when I was living in Boston. And I still have an interest in public safety. So what what, what am I trying to say? I've taken up too much time already. Is that um, you weren't feeling well, and I can't remember exactly what transpired or the days you weren't there, but here's the, what I wanted to say. There was a caller that called in uh, and told Keith that in Norwich we had uh, recently a home invasion, and it was a very serious home invasion. Home invasions are serious in the first place. Sure, I'm learning more about them, and and and, and your caller was upset about it, and I'm sure a lot of people who read about it in the newspaper or wherever. Were concerned, but you know, I share my views a lot with my wife, like a lot of husbands do. And I said, you know, you know, there's some discussion about maybe the residents of Norwich want want to create a neighborhood association. That, as you mentioned this week, uh, strengthen their crime prevention uh, system network, so forth. And with with this home invasion, it was very serious. It was a shooting inside of the house of the, the husband and wife holding down 
the, the perpetrator mm-hmm. and one perpetrator getting away. So what I'm trying to get at, I'm taking a long time to say, my wife suggested, you know, because there's something you may have heard of called the Amber Alert. The Amber the, Alert, yes. They call, they call people up and tell them about children that are, are mm-hmm. like, missing. Yep. And maybe, you know, we, the people here in Norwich want to be notified of certain type of things that are going on, like home invasions, so they can be, you know, work together and be better prepared to uh, protect themselves and their families. So that's all I wanted to say, you know, get get people to start thinking about the new year in a, in a good way. You know, it sounds like, you know, we're preparing for something bad to happen. No, it's just that's the way you keep your community safe and know which is for the most part, a safe place to live and work in. You know, Benny, when we were younger, everybody knew, at least in my neighborhood, everybody knew their neighbors. It was right. a good idea to get to know your neighbors better so you can look out for each other. That's right. I came up in the same era, you know, and sometimes we left our doors open. And I still like to leave my door open from time to time, but, you know, I... I know things aren't the same as they used to be. You're right. You you could go to another part of the neighborhood, and if you did something wrong, your parents would find out about it before you, you right. got back home. They were looking out for the kids. They were looking out for you. Mm-hmm. That's right. Was like what uh, Hillary Clinton said. And she, you know, I'm sure other people have said too. It takes a village to raise, a, you know, children. I wonder how many people listening now, and maybe I'm wrong, and I hope I am, uh, have lived next to somebody for years and don't even know who it is. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. You know, but Noah is, is an exceptional place. They can maybe show the rest of the state and the country, you know, what, and there are other communities, I'm sure, in the country that could be a model to show other people, you know, we could return to having a places where we feel safe, share information with our neighbors, and mm-hmm. and I, I have to put a plug in for the churches because I'm work, working with trying to bring them together in Norwich, you know, and help the churches as well, and other religious organizations. So thank you for your time. And Benny, keep so doing I, the good stuff. a lot of time. Thank you. All right, goodbye. Some neighbors don't want to be friendly, and that's okay, too, right, as long as they're treating everybody okay and and then there are some neighbors that would like to communicate with other neighbors but maybe a little bit shy or, but it's nice when you know your neighbors and they do look out for you and most people are good people so that can work very nicely somebody new to the neighborhood at least give it a try remember the welcome wagon lady hmm she was on the wagon for many years and I don't know where she went but That was a neighborly thing to do. She'd welcome people to the neighborhood. Fox News commentary. Baseball legend Kurt Schilling was once again passed over for the Baseball Hall of Fame, and all because he dares to be an unapologetic conservative. I'm Tommy Lahren. More next. Starting to realize your small business is a little overwhelmed by the holiday rush? It's still not too late to get all of your shipping and mailing under control with Stamps.com. Sign up right now, and you'll be printing your own postage in just minutes with discounted USPS and UPS shipping rates. Just go to Stamps.com, click the mic at the top of the page, and use code BUSINESS for a four-week trial. 
plus free postage and a digital scale. That's stamps.com, code business. The honor of calling baseball pitching legend Kurt Schilling a friend. Sunday night, he was passed over yet again for the Baseball Hall of Fame after he failed to get eight of the 12 votes needed to qualify. Yet his stats would beg to differ. Kurt was a six-time All-Star, three-time World Series champion, World Series MVP, and National League Championship Series MVP. He finished runner-up for the Cy Young Award three times. He led the National League and American League and wins one time each. He is a certified baseball legend and yet passed over, not because of a doping scandal, not because his career isn't worthy, but because he dares to be an outspoken conservative. It's truly a shame baseball writers and committee members can't see beyond their own liberal bias and intolerance. This is a miscarriage of justice. Kurt Schilling deserves his name and lights and a spot in the Hall of Fame. I'm Tommy Lahren, and you can listen to all of my hot takes at foxnewscommentary.com. I believe that to be absolutely true in my heart, that uh, the reason that Chuck Schilling is not in the Hall of Fame is because his political points of view. Very sad. Of course, we always talked about isn't it time we forgave Pete Rose and let him get into the Hall of Fame? I think it may be time, huh? Welcome to the program. Good morning, Sue Breyer, Joe. Hi, Joe. I, I'm just listening to you right smack dab. You said Chuck Schiller. His name's Kurt Schiller. Kurt Schiller. I agree with you too, Stu. That guy has more records just like my... I loved... I loved Pete Rose. And I swear, in '80, when he, you know, he, he, you know after Big Big Red Machine, uh, uh, you know Charlie Hustle, but Kurt Schilling had so much, and he, and people think he played. He was a great. He's great, and he played for the Sox, but he also played for the Philadelphia Phillies. Oh yeah, no, he was certainly with other teams. Yeah, and his whole lifetime baseball career, Stu, not as much as you, brother. But hey, he he he, you just rattled off so many things. He you know, Cy Young. I mean, how many how many pitch? I hope Larry Rice is listening because he's a big Red Sox fan, and I love I'm wearing my Red Sox t-shirt right now. Hey, that guy has so much stuff. And now he can't get in the Hall of Fame, but he didn't cheat or uh, steal or rob. But the big beef I got today, Stu, I think he did something with some business. And yeah, but none of that should have lied. anything to do. I don't know what it is. Stu. None of that should have anything to do with his baseball career. I Nothing. agree with you, man. Now with Pete and Rose, he, it had something to do with his baseball career because he did something that's certainly scorned, and that is gambling while he was playing. In the games, uh, yeah. while he was managing, which is a bad thing. However, he wasn't betting against his team; he was betting on his team. And I think it's time, maybe, that uh, you know, let him get in the hall. Are we talking about? Wait, Pete, I think Pete Rose is finally passed up. Are we talking about Kurt Schilling? Or are we talking about Pete Rose? We're talking about both of them. Okay, and I agree with you too, Stu. But Pete, Rose, I don't mean to curse. Um, but, you know, Kurt Schilling still has a couple. I guess they guess, uh, you know, it's like collegiate. Every year they, you know, they bid out and say, oh, who's this going to go here? Who's going to be, who's going to be in the all, in, in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame of Stu Breyer? I mean, there's only one Stu Breyer. But 
you know, how many roses, how many Kurt Schillings, you know. So how I don't want to ridicule him and kill him. Maybe Pete Rose cheated when he was a, a manager, but one thing I I am I I'm I'm against is the fact that if if you're my manager, you're my coach. I we look up as a team player. Look, and now you're cheating cheating on our team, man, and we're playing our guts out to win a game. That's not cool. All right, Joe. Thank you for your observation. I love you, Stu. See you, buddy. Mr. Joe, Stu Breyer Show. What do you know? It's 53 degrees. It's going to be a warm kind of day today. Welcome to the program. Okay, we lost somebody there. 889-5252 is the number. Politics is so ugly. When you're giving awards, it shouldn't have anything to do with politics. I remember that Ted Williams literally hated the media. He hated them because he didn't like some of the things they wrote about him that were unfair, he thought. So you know the media has a lot to do with voting for people to be the most valuable player, etc., etc. So they kind of uh, shunned him a few times, and it was pretty obvious. Times he should have won, but the media didn't like him because he used to badmouth them. But they couldn't look the other way when it came to that. This is Nick Kaplinson, President and CEO of Dime Bank. Is your bank changing names or worse, disappearing completely? We've all seen too many times, once the name changes, so does everything else. Maybe it's time for you to skip the new paperwork, fee changes, and big promises that come from a big out-of-state bank. At Dime Bank, we're welcoming customers who've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, Equal Housing Lender. When you're voting for people for their talent in certain things and, uh, you know, their political points of view, uh, you have to be a really good person to put that aside and just vote for what the voting is about. Some people can't do it. I don't like the guy. He hit 420. Right? But they messed around with Ted Williams a little bit. Of course, he did win a lot of awards as well, but uh, he just... Despise the press. Probably could have been a little nicer. But some of the things that uh, they wrote about him, I mean, here's one of the best baseball players in history, but they wrote some nasty things about him through the years, and he uh, just said, hey. And he let him have it. He just went after them and probably cost him a few awards. I don't know how much it bothered him. Teddy Baseball, one of the great fishermen of all time. A hero, a pilot. He was uh, got into the war two different times. Not only did he, uh, you know, he was drafted into the war, so he lost several years of his career, but he was incredible of what he did as a pilot. I mean, the guy was so much talent. Ted Williams. Didn't like the media, they didn't like him, and... However, he did get into the Hall of Fame. They, they just could not avoid putting him in there. Okay, 895252, I'd like to hear from you. We do have a guest at 11 o'clock for a little bit. Talking about having a safe holiday season where people, their health is uh, in jeopardy. 
during the holiday season, maybe because we just go overboard on everything. So we'll have a little bit of a wake-up call coming up your way at uh, 11.05. Well, the New London Community Meal Center, an agency that provides nutritious meals and comfort to those in need, the day puts in a special person every day. So any of uh, their guests rather than just one individual. What to give? They desperately can use any kind of winter clothing in all sizes. Many of you have winter coats that you may never wear again. Patrons are mostly adults. In addition to meals, you can use coats, scarves, hats, wool socks. To donate, call 860-574-9476. Imagine you could have some clothes in the closet that you don't want to wear anymore, but it could make somebody so warm this winter. Hi, welcome. You're on the air. Hi, Sue. Hi there. I'm glad that Joey sounds so much better today. Yes, he did. Major breakthrough. Yep. Yeah, I was wondering about him, but no, he sounds a lot better today. Mm Mm-hmm. That's all I wanted to say, really. Okay, well, I agree with you. I'm not going to get into the politics and that. That's fine. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. Hello. Good morning. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Oh, I I, I said one for um, Joey yesterday after I got off the phone with you. But, and you know, I wanted to tell Larry, both of the times he found out when, Larry Rice, when when he was um, not feeling very well, I prayed for him, too. And, um... Geez, both times, I think he bounced back pretty darn well. You'll keep up the good work, Susan. Hey, you know what? You know, we missed a really wacky story in the paper yesterday on A3 in the day. You know, there was a picture of a camel in the middle of the section, okay? Mm Mm-hmm. Well, beauty pageant brings out the cute in camels. In Guitar, when they're having their big soccer match and all that stuff, they were having camel beauty pageants. But the thing is, these camels could get disqualified if their owners were using buttocks and cosmetic treatments on them. And the way they describe the camels, sick. I'll tell you, sick, sick. Wait, we people can get really nuts, oh, huh? Oh man! Cheating at a camel pageant. Beauty pageant, using buttocks on them. Yeah. Calling them beautiful. Keep mm. it. They they can have it over there. I don't know. That was really weird. But you know what? There was one movie nobody has mentioned for Christmas. White Christmas with Bing Crosby. Oh, sure, we talk about it every year. Oh, you know, that is, we, that one I usually, well, I can't say that. I, I usually start off with Ernest Saves Christmas because it starts off in Florida and it's excellent. But normally I would start off with Bing Crosby, White Christmas. And you know that song that you played yesterday, I Heard the Bells on Christmas Day? Mm-hmm. You should hear Frank Sinatra's version. I got a Christmas CD with him singing that. That is very nice. He does it great. Well, anything he sang sounded good. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, you know, and I said to my husband, I said, you know, I'm listening to the words, 
And I don't know where the original song came from and all that, but when he was singing it, Frank Sinatra, I'm thinking, I wonder if he sang that after his buddy JFK died, you know, assassinated, because I have, you know, um, a new DVD set, very nice, all color, about JFK's life. And it had Sinatra singing some of the campaign advertisements for him. And I'm thinking, I wonder what Frank Sinatra and, and how all of them, you know, felt. Well, I know how I felt. I know how everybody probably felt that remembers JFK, you know, as a little kid. But, you know, I think he probably sang that song because of, you know, talking about evil in the world and this and that, but, you know, right and wrong and all that. So I, I, I kind of think that's why he put well, it, it in. It's an interesting story, if you're, and I know you love to read, to read the whole relationship between JFK and Frank Sinatra. They were very close for a while, and Frank helped him get elected. Yeah. But then uh, JFK really wanted to distance himself from Frank, and it had something to do with knowing some members of the Mafia, and it's a, quite a story. I, yeah, I so, think, um, didn't Bobby Kennedy, as Attorney General, <laughs> go after the mob? Yeah, he was yeah. Uh, going after the mob. So yep, yep, there you go. And so, Frank was very upset with that, so I don't know, you never know what's going on in somebody's mind, but everybody was sad when it happened, of course. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I, I was just thinking, I just equated that song with him, thinking maybe about JFK's assassination, because I don't know what year he put it on and, and when he did it, but there, there's another one for everybody, White Christmas with Bing Crosby. I love it. And you know what's weird? In the movie, it starts out with the reason why they're singing it is because it, there was no snow on the ground in Vermont. And, you know, kind of like now, you know, not that I want any snow. Well, don't worry about yeah. Vermont. They'll yeah. have their share. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, Thanks. I just had to mention that wacko story. Every uh, The more I read into it, the more disgusted. And, and, um, <laughs> People do some disgusting things to win. It's amazing. Thank you for calling. Okay. What can you say? You know, doctoring up a kangaroo for a contest? What was it, for a ribbon? I don't know. White Christmas is so interesting because that was a, a song that was recorded in the middle of July. It was a very, very hot summer. And no one had any idea that the song was going to become one of the biggest recordings ever. It sold like 15 million copies and still sells every year. So picture Bing Crosby in a recording studio where it's about 90 degrees outside singing White Christmas. But certainly it fit perfectly when the Christmas movie came out. And everybody said, man, this is a beautiful, beautiful Christmas song. We'll play it later. Amazing. So many people have sung that song, but none like Bing. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. How are you this morning? All right, sir. Hey, that buddy of mine there that keeps calling up about the lights downtown Norwich, how beautiful, how unbeautiful they are and everything. And, mm-hmm. uh, th- does he realize that the, the people in Norwich, 
uh, the taxpayers. We have to divvy up for the, that electric bill. Well, of course, it all uh, evolves around everything, sure. Yeah, because I believe when we get our, our utility bills in the winter, uh, for this it's December, there's a slight increase for the for those lights downtown. Well, I, I never anyways, heard. I haven't uh, heard that. He's but... my buddy, and uh, mm-hmm. I'd like to say hello to him. And uh, can we nickname him Mister Mister Chimes because he loves to listen to his chimes? That's right. On he, his porch, he chimes in with us uh, a lot, and we appreciate Mister Chimes very much. Yeah, and if if Mister Chimes would like to, the next time he comes through the lovely rose of New England, Norwich. Stop down the public utility and throw a couple bucks in the bucket for them lights. <laughs> You'll get a kick out of that one. Oh, I'm sure he'll. Uh, his chimes are buzzing now. <laughs> okay, catch you later. Thank you. If you would like a nickname on this program, you're welcome uh, to have one. Some people want to be anonymous. That's okay. You know, it's no no pressure here. This is the program. You can also disagree with me. That's right, you can disagree with the host. 889-5252 is the number. A giant bow constrictor was found in a Florida backyard. I don't think I'd ever go out the backyard again. Newsweek magazine says South Florida snake catchers Rhett and Taylor Stanberry were recently called to remove a giant albino boa constrictor from a client's uh, backyard. The large, non-venomous snake, which is always good, usually found in South America. They constrict their prey to death. The couple says the 9.5-foot snake weighed 52 pounds. They're building a special cage so it doesn't escape into the wild again. You. What are people most afraid of when it comes to uh, spiders and snakes? What do you think, spiders and snakes, or those are two biggies? Would you rather confront a snake or a spider? I think I'd rather confront a spider. You know, I think I maybe can handle a spider. I don't know, snakes or... Mm, I don't know. Just something to think about. You don't have to think about it too much. Stu Breyer with you WICH. Uh, we've got a lot of open forum today. We also have some guests throughout the day, so if you want to get your point of view in, by all means, uh, now's a good time to do it. Well, the Niantic Cinema is closing. I'm sure many of you through the years have gone to the Niantic Cinema. Owners say numbers no longer made sense to keep the movie theater open. Lack of people going to the movies, plus people have accents access to movies in so many different ways now. They say, hey, well, I'm not going to... I still like to go to the theater. I just like to do that. But a lot of people just sit in front of the telly and uh, able to get some movies here and there. It's really hurt the theaters. Although still many have remained open, but the uh, after so many years, the Niantic Cinema is closing permanently. That's it. Permanently. Also, uh, Jackie's wonderful uh, Norwich Coin and Jewelry in downtown is going to be closing soon. And we hope to get her on the program, talk about the many years she has served the community. She's a terrific person. 
and uh, somebody who was very honorable in a very popular store through the years, but Jackie has decided to, uh, that's it, kind of retire from it. So we will be talking to her hopefully this week about her closing. I know she's got some pretty darn good sales that are going to be going on that you'll be hearing about on WICH. So um, that's the word. But right now, she is still open. And we're open for your calls at 889-5252. This is Lori Lord with Medication Awareness. Are you aware that unused medications pose a public safety risk? I'll be right back with some info about this issue. The staff at Greenville Drugstore are dedicated to the health of our community. They want you to get the most from your medications. To ensure you use your medications properly, the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore offer special compliance packaging, help with coordinating and reminding you when your refills are due, and offer a free delivery service. Remember to ask the caring pharmacist at Greenville Drugstore all of your medication questions. An independently owned Health Mart pharmacy, Greenville Drugstore has been located at 213 Central Avenue in the Greenville section of Norwich since 1951. They're here for your health. Health Mart, taking the time to listen and care. It is well known that drugs taken without physician authorization can lead to accidental poisoning, overdose, and or abuse. You can reduce the chances of this happening by not hoarding medications, not giving meds to family and friends, and not storing medications in common unlocked places like bathroom cabinets. We must all be vigilant about the handling and proper disposal of our unused medication. Be sure to properly dispose of meds in your trash or take advantage of take-back programs at many police stations. Medication Awareness is brought to you by the pharmacists at Greenville Drugstore, a Health Mart pharmacy. We're here for your health. And we're here for your entertainment. Ten minutes before 11 at WICH. We have uh, news coming up and then we'll have a doctor talking a little bit about uh, people hurting their health during the holiday season. Probably don't realize it. You know, we get so overly stressed out. Why do we do that? Everything has to be perfect. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello. Hello there. Hi. Hello. Hello, you're on. Hi. Uh, this is John Wagner, still calling. Hey, John. Welcome. Yeah, I wanted to uh, mention about Pearl Harbor tomorrow. That's right. I got a nice email from you, and uh, we're going to talk about that as well. Yes, sir. Yeah, I wanted to let people know, obviously, we're not going to cancel, but I I had a discussion with the mayor last night about the Mm -hmm. impending weather, which looks like it's going to possibly be wet. So we're going to see what it looks like in the morning, but if it is raining... We will probably move the event into the city hall itself, and we will be probably on the third floor where there's uh, two big uh, meeting areas plus the chamber. Mm-hmm. So we will see which one uh, we will be in. I don't know which one as yet, but uh, if it is raining at the time of the ceremony, we will most mm-hmm. likely be indoors on the third floor. Let us know in the morning, and we'll certainly uh, announce it a lot. Um, if it is not raining, tell the folks exactly about what the ceremony is going to be like. Yep, I would appreciate it, and um, we'll just see how it goes, but looking forward to it. we got the submarine base coming up as usual, and 
uh, we will have a nice uh, commemorative ceremony for those that were lost that day. Who are we talking now, John? 81 years ago? Uh, what's it now? Um, let's see. 1941 to now is what? Uh, 20, uh, yeah, I think 81, yeah. 80, 81, 81 years. It's yeah. amazing, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so a long time ago. 81 years, yep. Well, we'll keep the people posted and uh, certainly uh, let us know. You could email me, call me, call in anytime. And yes, sir, I know that, and I appreciate your support. No problem, my friend. So, uh, thank. I hope it's right, clear. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I hope it's clear tomorrow for you, so we can do yeah, it outdoors. Yeah, We're keeping our fingers crossed, but we're going to go one way or the other. <laughs> All right. Thank you. All right. Thank you, sir. Mm-hmm. Hello. Thank welcome you. to the program. If you like to make a call, then... <clears throat> 81 years ago tomorrow, the bombing of Pearl Harbor, a day that will live in infamy and... Uh, yep. Can never forget that day. Horrible, horrible, horrible. And for what? For what? Japan wanted to rule the world. Not the nice people of Japan, but the dictators. You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, buddy. Hey there. It's, um... You know what's uh, messed up, Stu, is this, uh, uh, this uh, murder case, this quadruple murder case. You know, I, this, is, this is really... I've never seen a bunch of morons screw this up and say things one day and then they're not true the next day. They, they have totally messed up this murder case. I'm glad you and called about this because I have... Four, those four kids. I have a, a question for you. I'm glad you called about it. They say, why, not, why aren't they divulging more information? But don't you think yeah, the reason they that want to, they want the help of the people, which they always mm-hmm. do in any murder case, but yet they refuse to give them the information. In other words, do, are you, do you know if it's a white male or black male? Do you know if it's a female or male? Do you know if there was more than one person? Um, all these things can be uh, divulged to the public without jeopardizing the, the murder case. Okay. You know, the last case was uh, 2015, and they only had a single murder back then. And they only have 27 people on the police department. So it's a, you can call it a security force, not a police force. And then, of course, once, once they got in and probably contaminated the, uh, the, the scene, the state police came, and then finally the FBI. So everything was probably messed up by the time they got there. But uh, this, stuff, this stuff is really uh, bothersome me. And then the other thing that I can't understand, now I don't know, maybe everybody's different. If my daughter was murdered, um, I would not be on TV saying all kinds of nice things about my daughter, especially one week after she got murdered. I don't understand why these people go on for all these interviews. I mean, my God, what they're well, going through. Maybe maybe it gives them... I don't, I don't know what it gives them. Maybe it gives them some kind of relaxation or something to do that. Well, but I could not go on TV about my daughter who just got murdered a week earlier. I, I'm sorry, I couldn't. I couldn't do that. Okay, but the question that I have for you is, at what point does uh, divulging some information that could jeopardize the investigation, so maybe we're... Well, the information that I, I just gave you, how I know, that jeopardize but still, the case? But still, the perpetrator would like to think that they don't have a clue on who he or she is, obviously a he. Let me tell you something about the perpetrator. The perpetrator, right now, is pissed off that his stuff is not on TV and they're looking for him or her. 
I told you before about criminals when you know when they have a suspect in a crime and they put their picture their picture is all over the TV constantly uh, Fox News has a good uh, uh, a good for doing that they plaster the uh, suspect's uh, photo on TV 24-7 I told you that sh- shouldn't be done as much as it is but they they that's that's not the suspects love this Stu I don't know when, what they when, love when, when they have their picture on the TV or somebody's looking for them that's like a thrill for them well, it's hard to understand what goes through the minds of a monster, so I, I well, really don't now know. Well, back to this stalking thing again. <clears throat> right. Uh, first, first uh, the, the, the girl was being stalked, and then the police said, no, the stalking had nothing to do with it. And now here it is five weeks later, and I'm coming back out and thinking that the stalking might have something to do with it. Now, these are things that uh, can't be messed up like this uh, in, in a murder, especially for, for kids. Four children. Well, everybody's uh, frustrated, obviously, and I'm sure the people who are trying to figure it out are extremely frustrated as well. So, well, um, I don't know. It's, the longer the time goes on, the more difficult this is going to become, unless they have something behind closed doors that they're not not letting out mm-hmm. till the last minute. So, but anyways, a lot of these things shouldn't be said, especially you know, like I said, every parent is different. Me. I could not go on TV and talk about my my daughter that was just murdered and knifed up at that, or carved up like a turkey. I don't know how mm-hmm. anybody can do that. Me, I couldn't do it. Maybe another parent. Maybe that's good for them. I so so be it. All right. Anyways, Mark. have a good morning. You okay, too. So. Thank you. One of the parents have hired their own personal detective on the case, which of course they have every right to do that. You're on the air. Welcome. I had a call back. I'm Joe Bogusowski. Okay, Joe, thanks. we got other people that want to get in. Um, what are we doing? Oh, two minutes before 11. I can squeeze in another call if you like. Are you squeezable? So after 11 o'clock, we have a little bit of a guest. Uh, just uh, a short guest kind of uh, to make people say, wait a minute, let's not go berserk. Christmas season. Welcome to the program. Hi, Stu. I'll give you 30 seconds. How's that? Great. Absolutely. I voted, um, but I felt that no one that I voted for earned my vote. Um, And I'm disgusted with the governor going to Washington, D.C. and toasting it up when Norwich is in a severe bridge and road crisis. I think that he needs to get here. Bye. Okay. Of course, he's been ignoring me to come on the program, and uh, I don't like that. Welcome. You're on the air. Hi. Hi. I, I have uh, Dr. Vaughn Commodore-Mensa for you. For your okay. Uh, can you call me back in about uh, three minutes, because we have a news break, unless you want to hold on the line. It's up to you. I'll just hold on the line, if you don't mind. I'll patch her through, so the next person you talk to will be her. Great. Thank you. No problem. Excellent. Confirming. This is Stu, right? This is Stu. Gotcha. Lovely, Stu. Thank you. Stand by. I'm going to patch her all right, we'll talk to the doctor after the news and then uh, talk about just having a healthier holiday season. Catch yourself if you're going overboard, like, oh, no, what if I don't get gifts gift and, oh, they're going to be so disappointed and relax a little bit. You know, we overeat, we over, overdrink, and the statistics show that it really hurts your health. Well, we're trying anyway. Get people healthier and take care of yourself, and we'll do that with a doctor following a news break. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich. 
And we are on FM 294.5, W233DB in Norwich. Of course, afternoon, we've got the lunchtime oldies, and we'll mix some great Christmas songs in there. Decorate the tree, make sure the star is exactly balanced. It's 11 o'clock. News this hour from townhall.com. I'm Rich Thomason. The FBI is involved in the hunt for those behind what North Carolina Governor Roy Cooper calls a criminal attack. A gunfire targeting a couple of electric substations in Moore County last weekend. Regardless of motive, violence and sabotage will not be tolerated. The governor on WTVD. Tens of thousands of utility customers still without power. Cooper says crews have been working 24-7 to get the lights back on. Ukraine is increasingly taking the fight to Russia, with a fire breaking out today at an airport on Russian soil. The fire occurs the day after Moscow blamed Kiev for drone strikes on two air bases deep into Russia and launched another wave of missile strikes on Ukrainian territory. The region's governor says as a result of a drone attack, an oil reservoir near the airport has caught on fire and all emergency services are working on the spot. Ukrainian officials have not formally confirmed carrying out out of the hit. The unprecedented recent attacks in Russia threaten a major escalation of the nine-month-old war. One of the airfields hit earlier houses bombers capable of carrying nuclear weapons. I'm Charles Dilladesma. At 101 years old, Pearl Harbor survivor Lou Cotter insists he's no hero. The USS Arizona sailor says those who lost their lives, they are the heroes. December 7th is a very big day in the 2403 Military men that were killed that day should get the recognition of everybody. They gave their life and they gave the all. Tomorrow, the 81st anniversary of the Japanese attack on Pearl Harbor. Hate crimes and murder charges now filed against the suspect in the Colorado Springs nightclub shooting. Wall Street, the Dow down 170 points. More on these stories, townhall.com. Charlie Dombeck here from Key City Capital. As a practicing CPA for nearly 30 years, I have found that 80% of your ability to grow your wealth is dependent upon two factors, taxes and investment performance. At Key City Capital, we improve investment performance by diversifying capital into off-market investment opportunities in passive rental real estate and alternatives like asset-backed lending. We recover dollars that clients unnecessarily pay in the form of income taxes, creating a lifetime annuity of savings. We are a sponsor of passive, affordable single and multifamily residential rental investments, which are located in Sunbelt landlord-friendly states. These investments are the top choices in a rising interest rate and inflationary environment. They represent a store of value protecting your capital from market volatility. Learn how we at Key City Capital can help you ultimately grow your wealth rapidly. Connect with me at keycitycapital.com or give me a call at 817-912-1569. It's time for the number one talk show of Eastern Connecticut and Southern Rhode Island. The Stu Breyer Potpourri Talk Show on 1310 WICH. Now here's Stu Breyer. We have a few minutes to talk with uh, a doctor who's going to give us some very positive information. And one of them things is how to prevent a holiday heart attack, for one thing. Dr. Yvonne Commodore Mensa is with us. Hello, doctor. Hello, Stu. Thank you so much for having me. Well, thanks for being on with us, because this is really uh, so important. 
talking about um, during the season, I mean, people might say, is that really true that people have more heart attacks, their blood pressure goes up and strokes and whatever? Because we, for some reason, drive ourselves bonkers this holiday season instead of kicking back and enjoying. Uh, so why is it we're more prone to things like heart attacks? Right, as you alluded to, Stu, um, the holiday season can be very stressful. Although it's intended to be a festive season, we know that activities such as traveling, um, entertaining guests, um, can uh, create emotional and physical stress. And also shopping for gifts, that can also cause some financial pressure. So these strains or stressors can increase the levels of a hormone we call cortisol as a stress hormone. And people with higher levels of this hormone are more likely to die from a heart attack. So that's the first reason, stress. The second reason may be that um, when people are busy during the holidays, they may often skip their medications or they may forget them when they are away from home or may, they may be unable to um, get their medications um, refilled. And the third reason is that people may not exercise enough or exercise too much. So people may try to quickly get into shape uh, for the holidays and so that may cause extra stress on the heart. So it's important that before you start a new exercise program that you consult with a, a physician. And the last reason is that overeating and over drinking. So eating a high fat, high sugar, heavy meal causes your blood pressure to go up and it causes your heart rate to also go up. And that may cause extra stress on your heart. And so as a result, um, that a heart attack um, may result from the extra stress on your heart. And also drinking too much alcohol. So excessive mm -hmm. alcohol intake also strains the body and makes the heart work harder to get blood all over your body. So those are the four reasons. So stress, skipping medications, not exercising or exercising too much, or overeating or overdrinking. Doctor, we have this mindset that, uh, okay, it's the holiday season. I'm going to go for it, and after the new year, I'm going to settle in and go back to what I was, but you can do some pretty big damage by going for the gust overboard on that one, huh? Right, right, absolutely. And so if there's one thing I will say is that we should um, practice prevention and moderation. So it's possible to enjoy the holidays and stay heart healthy. So if you must spend time with your family and friends and celebrate, and do that in moderation, um, and also um, get your medications refilled in advance if you plan to travel, so you don't have to hassle during the hectic holiday rush. And you must also what listen to your body. So if you do experience signs of a heart attack, um, it's important to pay attention to any unusual symptoms such as chest pain, jaw pain, shortness of breath. Um, you must get medical care as soon as possible if you have any of these symptoms because studies have shown that if you do delay in getting treatment, that may lower your survival rate. Mm -hmm. Let's talk it. I know you're an expert on uh, hypertension and uh, there's some really remarkable facts here uh, about high blood pressure. I know many people who um, you know, are on blood pressure pills, great, you know, they check with their doctor, but many people don't monitor their blood pressure, or maybe once or twice a year. How can we uh, give them a pep talk on that? Right. So, Stu, the best way to 
know your blood pressure and for everyone listening is to have it measured at least once a year by a healthcare professional and also measure it regularly at home with a validated blood pressure device and also discuss the numbers with your doctor. For most people, we want your blood pressure to be lower than 120 over 80 or less. So that's a good blood pressure, less than 120 over 80. And so the American Heart Association has developed this campaign called Get Down With Your Blood Pressure. And there are four simple steps. Get it, flip it, cuff it, and check it. So what do we mean by that? So get it, meaning get a validated blood pressure device, Flip it, meaning put the device, on, the cuff on, and then cuff it and make sure it's snug, and then check your blood pressure. And then it's very important to talk to your doctor and share those numbers because they'll use those numbers at home to make decisions about whether to make changes to your medications to improve your blood pressure control. Doctor, I'm thinking about talking to you today, and there's a number of blood pressure kits that are available to buy. Is the one in particular that you feel is the most accurate? That's a very good question. So we know that not all blood pressure devices are created equal. So for anyone listening, if you want a resource in terms of accurate and validated blood pressure devices, go to validatebp.org. And there you find a listing of all validated blood pressure devices that you can purchase. So although a lot of stores have blood pressure devices, some of them may not be what we call validated. So visit validatebp.org to find a validated blood pressure device. Mm -hmm. We eat a lot of foods that we may not eat as much during the regular uh uh, months, but uh, are there some foods in particular that are a big jolt to the blood pressure that we should avoid or at least cut down on? That's another good question. So we know that your diet plays a, an important role in terms of blood pressure control. So generally, we recommend a diet that is high in fruits and vegetables and lower in saturated fats. But in terms of high blood pressure, you should stay away from foods that are high in sodium. So what are some of those examples? So surprisingly, um, bread is one of those sources of sodium. Um, any canned foods, um, if you know that you must use a canned um, food, you can, for instance, if it's a vegetable, you can rinse the vegetable to lower the, the sodium content. So generally, you want to ensure that you're staying away from foods that are very high in sodium. And the only way to know that is by reading food labels and also asking questions about what you're eating. So generally, high-sodium foods increase your blood pressure, and we want to stay away from those foods um, during the holidays and all year round. So how can we uh, control those uh, anxieties and you see people running around in stores, you see people trying to get a great parking space and... Uh, Something comes over us. I remember the Cabbage Patch doll, the era people were knocking each other over. We need to put a little mantra in our heads to slow down, huh? Right, absolutely. And I like how you described it. We should slow down and take good care of our bodies and our hearts. And the way to do that is to listen to your body. If you're in a situation that causes a lot of stress, listen to your body and find ways to uh, calm yourself down 
and really focus on what matters, right? And so we spend a lot of time, like he said, running around and doing a lot of shopping, but we should not also forget to take good care of our hearts and our bodies and look out also for our friends and family members. So if you know a loved one uh, who has high blood pressure, also encourage them to, to follow these steps and monitor their blood pressure at home to prevent a holiday heart attack. I know you only have a couple of minutes with me, but I wanted to ask you about this statistic. What, in your opinion, is the reason that black Americans are twice as likely to have been told they have high blood pressure and Hispanic men? 41% of Hispanic women have high blood pressure. That's, that's a lot. Any reason for that? Right. So that's another great question in terms of why black people or black Americans have a higher burden of hypertension, as well as um, Hispanic men and Hispanic women. So increasingly, we are appreciating that the differences are not necessarily because of race, but what we call social determinants of health, the conditions in which people live, learn, play, and work, that increases their chances of developing um, hypertension. So for instance, if you live in a neighborhood and you don't have access to healthy foods, Mm -hmm. Um, to prevent hypertension, that increases your chances of developing hypertension. If you live in an unsafe neighborhood where you cannot exercise freely to prevent hypertension, that will also increase your chances of developing hypertension. If you don't have good access to health care, we know that there are millions of Americans who don't have health insurance. So not having access, timely access to a healthcare provider mm-hmm. may also be associated with this higher burden that we see in black and Hispanic people. But I won't say that it's not necessarily because of their skin color, but because of these underlying differences in social determinants of health. Mm-hmm. Well, that makes sense. That really makes sense. And uh, another thing is that I... I Many people say, well, I don't have any symptoms, so I don't have any high blood pressure. That's not necessarily true either, is it? Right, Stu. Um, what you've alluded to is what we call hypertension is a silent killer. So you may have it for years and not know it. And that's why you shouldn't trust your body to tell you if your blood pressure is high. The only way to really know is to have your blood pressure measured. And so that includes... Uh, not skipping your annual visits, making sure that you see a provider at least once a year, and more frequently if you've been diagnosed with hypertension, diabetes, and other conditions, which may increase your chance of developing a heart attack. And so, as you alluded to, Stu, um, hypertension is indeed a silent killer, and that's why currently about half of U.S. adults have hypertension, and there are many more who may have it and don't know it Mm -hmm. because they haven't had their blood pressure checked recently. So uh, you're doing a lot of interviews today, uh, so I don't want to keep you longer because I have a lot of people that would like to ask you questions. But uh, So maybe we should wrap it now, or do you have another one coming up shortly? Doctor? Yes, I have another one coming up shortly. But thank you so much, Stu. It's been my pleasure chatting with you. Okay, and and where can we go for more information on that? Uh, for more information, visit nhci.heart.org to learn more about how you can keep your heart healthy during the holidays and beyond. 
Dr. Yvonne Kamara-Mensa, appreciate talking with you. Have a great day and a good holiday. Thank you so much. Happy holidays. Take care. Thanks. Okay, uh, food for thought, or I should say good food for thought. Let's uh, get to calls there. It's uh, just a little reminder, don't go overboard this holiday season. You know, you can still enjoy the food and still have a good time, but... I don't know why people feel they have to get blitzed on Christmas. What's that all about? Oh, it's Christmas and uh, let's get drunk. It doesn't make any sense. I know you think I'm a prude. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, so I have one quibble with the woman. I think she's afraid of offending people. I mean, medically, there's there's things that go around like in my in my in my history, in my family, there's a blood there's a blood condition that that mostly with people of Irish descent. There's other things like Native Americans and uh, unfortunately Irish people have a tendency to have issues with alcohol. Black people have issues with, with uh, sickle cell and I guess hypertension. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think we should write that off. It's, it's actually serious. And, um, you know, just to say that it's not, it's not based on race is I have a hard time believing that. I mean, I, I, there's also cultural things, like, for instance, Hispanics, that, you know, they're, in their culture, there's more fatty foods than in other cultures. It, it could be partly economic that, that they could just afford junk food, but just write off that there's a difference. I, I, I don't think that that's intellectually honest. And if it is honest, then maybe she's just being wrong, but honest. No, the sickle cell, def- explain it to me. sickle cell definitely has to do with race for some reason. Yeah, I mean, but when you talk just, about uh, environment and your health and blood pressure, it could make sense if you're not eating the right foods or you're well, not an environment. It could even be more culture than race. Um, uh, black people are more of a southern culture, even if they're up here, so maybe they eat more southern food. I don't know. But I, I do know my, my wife is, is basically basically Hispanic, although Philippines is a uh, different, different continent, but their culture has a lot of the Hispanic stuff, including pig fat, mm-hmm. lechon, and all sorts of other stuff. You know, you know that's going to that's gonna contribute to things. Obviously it will. All right. Thank you, sir. Interesting. Well, anyhow, that, that's, all, that's all I had. Thank you. Appreciate it. Hi, WICH. Good morning. Hi, Stu. Hi. Hey, I just wanted to say uh, four things that I found in the last five years for a diet that really help out digestion are um, extra virgin olive oil, um, the most... Uh, the most thickest uh, type of tofu, not watery, the whatever. I'm trying to think what they call that. And uh, Candy gave me something really good, my mom, a long time ago, and I started buying it after the, the bottle of it she gave me ran out. And it, it works really good for digestion, and it is, it's called, I believe, Nutritional Yeast Supplement. And the company is Bragg. It's they have it near the deli where they have spices and stuff. But that stuff um, really really helps on inflammation. And then when you have less inflammation, things go through better, you know, on the digestion track. Okay. Well, certainly uh, it affects everybody differently. And I hope it's working for you. you yeah, should... it's almost like uh, you, you use it where you would use Parmesan cheese. It's in a little sprinkle bottle. Mm-hmm. And I highly recommend that, though. I'm so glad Candy gave us the first one. Okay, my friend, be healthy. Thanks, you too, Stu. Thanks. Thank you. Take a break. Look forward to talking with you, 889 5252. 
Another Connecticut bank is being acquired by a large out-of-state institution. How much does your bank value you if they're selling your account again? This is Nick Kaplanson, president and CEO of Dime Bank. If your bank has proved once more that shareholders and profits come first, maybe it's time to let them know you've had enough. It's your bank, your choice, your dime. Dime Bank. Community banking lives here. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. specials this week where you can get $50 off select handmade and handcrafted exotic cowboy boots, $20 off select western boots for women, plus savings on children's boots. We're also offering additional savings on select jeans, outerwear, t-shirts, and flannels. Visit us this week to save on top quality holiday gifts. Boot Barn. Unwrap the West. Boot Barn. Boy, what a selection of boots they do have. You're on the air. Welcome. No, I guess you're not. All right, WICH with Stu. Mostly cloudy rain today uh, as it progresses, especially during the afternoon. Breezy, trending milder, 55, and tonight rain, not as cold, 48. Tomorrow, mostly cloudy with showers, breezy, warm, and 59. It is now 56. Welcome, you're on the air. Hello, Father Stu. Hi, Mr. Ben. Hey, listen. I just was educated with your last guest, the doctor. Yes. As long as I've been involved with public safety and crime prevention, you, you would think I would be aware of how an unsafe neighborhood would affect people's health. And she touched on it by saying, uh, you know, the hypertension could be caused by being in a safe neighborhood. So that's something I'm going to do a lot more. I'm going to explore. Well, if you don't feel safe, you have more anxiety, which can yeah, elevate uh, your blood pressure. You know, everybody's not built the same, just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, like the last caller was calling. You know, people, you, you, they should really check with their physician, check with a, a health care provider to find out what, what their needs are and, and if they need to change their diets and uh, parts of their lifestyle and so forth. Well, we certainly would hope that your health care provider will get into that. Um, otherwise, well, you they're, not doing their, if they're not they doing their job. They can't answer it. They should be able to make, make referrals. Mm-hmm. Uh, health is very important. I'm sure you know that better than anybody because you, you're always looking out for, for your listeners and bringing on guests to talk about health. So... Thanks a lot, Stu. All right. Thank you, sir. Stop drinking so much damn alcohol. Really. I'm not talking about one or two. But it's, uh, oh, it's Christmas. Let's get sauced. Doesn't have anything to do with God, does it? Come on. I know I got preachy. I'm sorry. I mean, I used to, uh, I wasn't a teetotaler. And uh, certainly there are a couple of times I have regrets when I've overdone it. But as you get older, you see what it's done to so many people. And uh, so if you're having a party, don't feel like, well, we better serve a lot of drinks so everybody will loosen up and have a good time. You don't have to do that. Just invite a stand-up comedian. That's all. Just one. Keep people laughing. You're on the air. Welcome. Hi. How are you? Okay. Yeah, you don't have to drink too much. Definitely. Definitely not. Um, yeah, stop, anyway. stop giving your guests drinks more one after the other. 
Yeah. Right. Yeah, and you're responsible. For you're responsible. They'll leave your house, have an accident, you're responsible. Right. So, anyway, I wanted to talk um, about two things. First of all, with, with that other caller, but I was thinking today, you know, a lot of, there are a lot of different diseases, a lot of different conditions, um, and what I found out, heard today, was that Kirstie Alley had colon cancer. Yes. She went in for backache, and they discovered mm-hmm. colon cancer. Mm-hmm. So, considering four of my uncles had it, and my cousin, three mm-hmm. of whom that I know died from it. That's horrible. And my cousin's daughter recently died at 41 from colon cancer. It'd be interesting to have somebody on to tell us what the symptoms are that we can watch for. I know like ovarian cancer, you don't know until you have it, kind of. And I'm I'm suspecting that that may be the same with colon cancer. I guess if it does run in the family, you should have uh, more than one colonoscopy every five years, I would think. No, you know what? (laughs) What? I, no, I get it every five. I get it every five years. They do. I I didn't tell them about all four because I didn't know about two of them. But I did tell them that colon cancer runs in my family, and it's still every every five years. I don't show any of the other symptoms. Mm-hmm. But you know, it is important. But I wanted to talk about our president. This is the third time he's gone to a state that's on the southern border. He'll be you know, like a hundred miles or less away mm-hmm. from the border in Arizona today. And he's not going to the border. Well, you know why. You have the answer to that. You know why. Oh, it's, it's so frustrating. And the, and the, um, yeah, <laughs> his spokesperson said that, it, you know, that the Republicans have just been a distraction and they should, um, be following you know, that that our president has a plan. And she said that on numerous occasions, and I've never heard one of the, the um, press that's in, that's in that room ask her, what is his plan? Because I have no, excuse me, I was going to swear, I have no clue what his, what his plan is because I haven't seen him do anything. Um, they can say that for, you know, 40 years they've been trying to fix it, and everybody's been coming through the border for, you know, since eternity. Okay. But they just had a, a, a report, and I don't remember whether it was October or November, um, that over 200,000 came over the border. And normally, like last year, it was 20,000. I mean, the year before that, it was 20,000. That is not the same as 20,000 and 200,000 are massively different. And they need to address the fact that there's 200,000 and they have all of these Venezuelans waiting. She said yesterday, well, it has to do with, you know, they're leaving these communist countries and it's, you know, da 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 da. Well, the Venezuelans live in a communist country. Cubans live in a communist country and they've been sent back. Why? What, what is the plan? What, what are they doing? Because the Venezuelans have camped out right over the border for the end of this um, Title 42, and then they're going to come in. Um, so it'll be more than 200,000 on that month. They can't maintain what, what's going on. They've taken air, air marshals off of the planes, you know, while they've allowed 
people that are on the terror list and probably because of the gotaways. Um, I'd rather have air marshals on the plane, personally, than at the border. They need to stop the people from coming through. The, the, the president needs to do something, and I am sick and tired of, you know, them. It's a distraction. Well, um, that's a lot of bull. They're lying. That's, that's bull. That's bull, 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 yeah. bull. And, and one more thing she said mm-hmm. about about the, the Twitter drop that Elon Musk is, Musk is doing. Mm-hmm. She said, it's old news. Um, well, then January 6th is old news, too. That's all I want to say. All right. Thanks and for the call. January 6th was 2021. This was 2020. Mm-hmm. old news. I feel your I feel your frustration. Thank you. Hello, welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hello, Susan. Um, everything I've been hearing, this is like going to the average out amount of who they think and how many will come over the border if Biden stays in the total time, and you add all the getaways. They're saying twelve million. Because you go, two million, two million, two million, that's eight. And then the four years, a million get away, a million get away. Yeah, I heard on a conservative station, listen to Miller Knight, 12 million. And then you get Chuck Schumer, who I call Schmuck Schumer, because of how he treated Kavanaugh, you know, that Judge Kavanaugh threatening him. Um, He... He put it in a nutshell to a couple weeks ago. He said he wanted to grant amnesty to everybody who was here because the birth rate was down in America. And I guess they want to just populate America with everybody coming over a border having multiple kids. Well, like, if we didn't have all the abortion stuff going on, then maybe America would have its own American kids Let's cut to to the chase. The biggest problem is, as you mentioned, alluded to, the getaways. There are thousands and thousands of people who we don't know are coming into the country. And if there's a small percentage of hardcore terrorists, they could be capable capable of another 9-11. Plus... It is absolutely proven over the border there's all kinds of drugs coming through mm-hmm. which are harming a lot of people in this country. And you can't dance yourself around that one. So if, God forbid, it happens, one of these that snuck over is with a terrorist organization. And we have another 9-11. Do we arrest the president? I think so. I... I, I... I would arrest everybody in Congress that backed it and okayed it. I mean, Congress and Senate right now could vote maybe to close the border. Maybe they could. I don't know. Maybe he could overrule them with another signing order or whatever they call it, executive order. But there's something weird going on of why he wants America overrun. And you know what's really strange? Him having Macron here, and then you had Prince William and Kate up in Boston, and I found it very odd that they didn't show up at the White House as an honored guest. But then I think, um, we're in NATO. 
Um, and my conspiracy theory, just thinking out of the box, which I always do. Okay, another addition to the book. What is it? And then I got to go. Uh, we're not going to have our foreign countries taking over our states, are we? Think about it. Well, Was that nut in the White House? He well, that's that's a little extreme, Susan. We're to, that would be the end of our country. I got to run, but thank you. Got to run. Okay, take a deep breath if you disagree with me, by all means. Hey, Stu, what are you talking about? You know, just go for it. 889-5252 at WICH, AM and FM. All opinions are welcome. It's just very frustrating what's happening on the border. Because there are many people you don't know who they are coming in. Many people have been stopped who have been rapists. People who have abused children. People were murderers, and thank God we stopped some of those. But what about the getaways? Hmm? You're on the air. Welcome. Hey, Stu. It's Greenville Pete. How you doing? Hey, Greenville Pete. Good to hear from you, buddy. What's up? Yeah, long time no talk to. I know, I know. Yeah. One of my Greenville well, we're bu- buddies. We're busy in Greenville, you know. Good. Busy's good. Yeah. Busy hands. And as you know, I'm not a doctor, but I think I can lower some blood pressure. Oh, that'll be great, Pete. For Pete's sake, do <laughs> hey, it. And uh, the way to do that, or I can raise your blood pressure, oh. on December 13th, which is next Tuesday at 6 p.m. at the Greenville Firehouse, we're having a, a town hall. It's for the Greenville community because we got a lot going on in Greenville. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, we're going to clean up the Cape Park area and hopefully make it a waterfront. And we got a cannabis uh, company moving into the old Mister Biggs, and mm. of course we're we're getting a new school in community, and we love our we love our community policing. Sure. So, so next Tuesday night at six o'clock, if you have anything to lo- uh, complaints or questions, we're going to have our uh, city reps, state reps. Uh, whoever dares to come to the Greenville Firehouse for an open session. And uh, the public is invited. It starts at 6 o'clock. It's sponsored by the Greenville NRZ, the Greenville Neighborhood Watch, and the Greenville Development Coalition. So, you know, uh, Greenville's happening. You know, we got to get away from COVID and get back to the streets and take care of our community. Well, I'm so How glad do you, you feel about that. I'm so glad you called Greenville, Pete, because yeah, we we have a lot of Greenville listeners, and we love them, and uh, we want everybody to know what's going on there. So once again, this is going to be what day? This is next Tuesday, next, a week from today. A week from today, December thirteenth at six p.m. at the Greenville Firehouse on North Main Street, and the public is welcome. Please come. You know, you can make a difference. Everybody calls and complains, but they don't think they get a chance to make a difference. Well, guess what? Mm-hmm. You're going to have the the politicians and the people who make the changes 20 foot from you. You can tell them yourself. Simple as that. So you still have the association? I know you had a... Uh... Yep. Uh, yeah, we have the Greenville NRZ, which is... Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been in... in uh, well, we've been operating since the year 2000. Yep. It's been 22 years, my God. And uh, we've lost a lot of members, unfortunately, you know, due to getting old, passing away, moving on. 
but we have our core and we need help what i mean by that is we need more membership you know i can't do this alone you know i'm not santa claus and, and santa claus has help but uh uh we love people to come to our meetings which are the first monday of the month at 6 p.m at the greenville firehouse the greenville community is welcome and all of Norwich is welcome too. You see, they can, the rest of Norwich can see how we do things in Greenville. We get things done. So, uh, and I'll be calling you during the week too, just Good. to remind people to show up. That'd be great, but, Pete. Thank you. But our organization, we need help. We need more membership. We love the public opinion. The city of Norwich was so kind, the firehouse, to give us a room in the in the Greenville firehouse for our community and. And this year, we're going to take advantage of that. Greenville Pete, it's great to hear from you. And call anytime, okay, buddy? Uh, you got it. And you're the best, Stu. Thank you very much for what you do. All right. Take care of yourself. Thank you. Uh, okay. Bye-bye. Of the folks in Greenville. We haven't heard from Greenville Doug in a while, but we did hear from Greenville Pete. They've done some good things in Greenville. And, uh, well, there's coming attractions sound pretty good as well. If you would like to join us, it's absolutely free. You don't have to pay to join the club here. You're on the air. Welcome. Hello, Stu. Hello. Hi. Um, I'm... Oops, i got to shut this off. All righty. Okay. Um, I wanted to know why Norwich didn't put the rose up for the holidays. I didn't realize they didn't put the rose up, to be honest with you. Yeah, I didn't see it last year. And uh, we always go over there and take pictures of it with mm -hmm. the kids. Uh, so I don't know what happened. Uh, my husband thought maybe it was vandalism, and so they didn't bother to put it up. But I thought it was God. up, and I could be wrong. I thought it was up, but I'll um, look more closely. Mm -hmm. Unless they did it over the weekends, too. Uh, I didn't think it was there, but... Uh, mm -hmm. That's the Rose City, you know. This is the Rose City. Yes. And I, uh, when I do have company, when I'm able, I always go to the Rose Garden, which is just so beautiful. And um, so I always figured the Rose always represented Norwich. And we used to have the carnival, remember, and the singers there on the green? Well, of course, of course. Mm. Mm -hmm. So that, that was a lot of fun back then. And... Um, so I, I'm happy, you know, I'd be happy to get a picture with some of the people that come into town. Um, and there's, there's, there's so many beautiful buildings here. And, and it's amazing when they drive through and they go, oh, look at that house, look at that, and so forth. But Norwich is really the rose of, uh, Norwich is the rose of Connecticut. So maybe somebody can let me know why uh, mm -hmm. Is it the funding? or and Maybe it is up now. I'll, I'll check. Okay, that'll be good. Uh, what else? Well, I um, I apologize to Keith Rice because I mentioned that I just didn't care for the sports. But we well, did chat would... about... Mm -hmm. Well, we did chat about it, about sports, and someone called in, and I was... Uh, you were having the health department on. Uh, the lady and I. Uh, <clears throat> I wanted to warn people that be careful because 
our our whole family had the, the the flu, and I didn't mean to be complaining, you know, about people being sick. But um, you had the health lady on, now, which helped, and so I listened to her. But I do, I did chat with uh, Keith about sports. Sometimes I get tired of it. I had three boys. That's your, that's your prerogative. You like what you like. That's all. Yeah. Mm. Well, I mean, it's not like I don't watch it, Stu. I just didn't feel good last uh, Friday. Mm. You know, I got a cough and everything, and I guess I felt miserable. Mm. But uh, we it was a nice, nice show, as usual. And, you know, when you get my age, you're so used to W-I-T-H. You, you hate the, ch- the, ch- the changes. You know, you, I'm just getting old where I... I guess I don't like a lot of change, and um, mm-hmm. but I apologize mm-hmm. to Larry. Uh, I didn't mean to get him upset about it. So you're doing a lot of apologizing today. I don't think it's necessary. Hmm? Yeah, I know that's what Keith told me. But just giving um, your opinion. That's all. Yeah, right? I mean, I do. Come on, I watched the Giants on Sunday. It was horrible. So no, I, I don't watch a lot of sports. I, I don't think I'm a bad guy for it. I just watch what I want to watch. That's all. I just think it came out the wrong way for me, and mm-hmm. I wanted to tell Keith it had nothing to do with who he is and how he represents WICH, and I care very deeply for him. Okay. And um, Susie, Susie, uh, is there anything going on in Preston at the town hall? Let me know. Okay, Stu, have a great day. Hey, you too. Enjoy the day, huh? It's nice and warm and toasty. Just take a little Christmas music break. And then uh, if you want to call in, 889-5252, we'll put you on hold. You will be next. Bing Crosby and David Bowie sang together, and it was a hit. Hello. You the new butler? (laughs) What? It's been a long time since I've been the new anything. What's happened to uh, Hudson? I guess he's changing. Yeah, he does that a lot, doesn't he? Um, oh, I'm David Bowie. I live down the road. Oh. Sir Percival lets me use his piano when he's not around. He's not around, is he? I can honestly say I haven't seen him, but come on in. Come on in. But, uh, come on in. Are you related to Sir Percival? Well, distantly, yeah. Oh, you're not the uh, poor relation from America, right? <laughs> Gee, news sure travels fast, doesn't it? I'm Bing. Oh, I'm pleased to meet you. You're the one that sings, right? Well, right or wrong, I sing either way. Oh, well, I sing too. Oh, good. What kind of singing? Well, mostly the contemporary stuff. Do you, uh, do you like modern music? Oh, I think it's marvelous. Some of it really fine. But tell me, uh, you ever listen to any of the older fellas? Oh, yeah, sure. I like, uh, John Lennon. And the other one with, uh, Harry Nelson. Ooh, you go back that far, huh? Oh, yeah, I'm not as young as I look. <laughs> None of us is these days. In fact, I've got a six-year-old son, and he really gets excited around the Christmas holiday mm-hmm. thing. Do you go in for any of the traditional things in the uh, boy household Christmas time? Oh, yeah, most of them, really, yeah. Presents, tree, decorations, agents sliding down the chimney. What? I was just seeing if you're paying attention. <laughs> Actually, uh, our family do most of the things that other families do. We sing the same songs. Do you? I even have a go at White Christmas. You do, huh? And this one. This is my son's favorite. Do you know this one? Oh, I do indeed. It's a lovely thing.
looking to see Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Our finest gifts we bring Pa-rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum Rum-pa-pum-pum From now, see, perhaps we'll see our finest interesting version of the little drummer boy there, David Bowie, and Ben Crosby, Stu Breyer with you. It's an open forum for this portion of our program. It is quarter of 12, lunchtime oldies from noon to one, and also if you'd like to call with a swap and sell item, uh, you can do that too in the next 15-minute segment. Maybe we can help you out with your Christmas shopping. Well, Miller Miller High Life is selling Leg Lamp Beer Tower. Mast Magazine says Miller High Life Beer is celebrating the holidays by selling a leg lamp beer tower, inspired by the leg lamp in the movie A Christmas Story. Miller's leg lamp can store to a six-pack of beer. The three-and-a-half-foot lamp can also hold 2.2 liters of beer. It has a dispenser on the heel. The lamp costs $120 and will be available for sale starting on Friday. A Christmas Story. As you know, there's a uh, follow-up to it. It's only available, what is it, on HBO or something? But there is a follow-up to A Christmas Story, which came out, I believe, in 1983, and here it is, 2022, and they have some of the original cast in there. There's a guy who... uh, is available for interviews. He was the guy who played the uh, bully, the skinny, creepy guy. Well, he's uh, doing some interviews, so we're trying to get him on the program, which I think would be fun. Somebody from the original A Christmas Story. 
So you can get that leg lamp. It'll be available at the end of the week. It's ugly, but it was very funny in A Christmas Story. It's a movie that is a must-see every year. Once in a while, you see the Salvation Army people with the kettle, and you hear about these remarkable stories. A good Samaritan came by recently and placed a gold coin in a Salvation Army red kettle outside of an Evansville, Indiana Walmart. The coin is being appraised, could be worth $2,000. None of the Salvation Army bell ringers saw who dropped the coin into the kettle. Could be worth $2,000. And how about this? A secret Santa, couple of hands out, couple who are secret Santas, handed out $12,000 in Christmas cash. The Detroit Free Press says a Detroit couple handed out twelve grand in Christmas cash to those in need yesterday. These people are great, huh? The Secret Santa couple has been passing out $100 bills during the holiday season since 2007. They've handed out 207000 over the last 15 years. The couple doesn't want to be identified. Most of the money was given out at bus stops. Bus stops, a white castle, the Salvation Army, and schools. Some people danced and cried after getting their money. Would be nice to have the kind of dough where you could do that, huh? And not worry about, oh, is it going to make me short or this or that? What a great feeling that must be, huh? Handing out the cash. Ten minutes till noon at WICH. Stu Breyer with you. 889-5252 will get you in. You're listening to Personality Radio. WICH weather. Rain this afternoon, breezy 55. Rain tonight, 48. Showers pretty much all day tomorrow. A breezy, warm 59. And then clouds will linger at the start of Thursday, but then mostly sunny and very nice. A high of 55. That's your Channel 3. Early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. Celebrating 35 years, the Norwich Arts Center is a vital part of downtown Norwich at 62 Broadway near City Hall. There's no place like NAC for the holidays. Opening this Friday evening, December 9th, with performances Saturday evening and Sunday afternoon, December 10th and 11th, plus the following weekend, bring your family to see the Emperor's new clothes. A Christmas panto. Children 10 and under, admitted free. Fun for all ages. To learn more and to buy tickets, visit norwicharts.org. NAC is supported by an ARPA grant from the Cultural Coalition. 
94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. This is a public notice from the Tasmanian Tree Devil. We are pleased and thankful for our continued growth due to customers who demand a real tree service company that continues to invest in state-of-the-art equipment, which includes our famous Nifty Lift with its lawn-friendly tires. Not only the Nifty Lift, but also our newest lift the dinosaur watch it soar up to 92 feet to handle hard to reach heights tasmanian tree devil will take away the question are they insured we will show proof of insurance while meeting with you why hire the tasmanian tree devil the owner edwin adams is a member of the connecticut tree protective association and is also an accredited better business bureau member with an a plus rating hire the company that takes care of both its employees and customers hire the tasmanian tree devil We show up when we say we will, and we do what we say we are going to do. What more can you ask for? Call 860-917-1953. After over 40 years of serving her loyal customers, Jackie Kersha at Norwich Coin & Jewelry will close her doors and retire on December 30th. Please stop by and wish her well. Take advantage of her huge sale. Antiques and glassware, 75% off. Coin supplies and costume jewelry, 50% off. Fine jewelry, 30% off. Everything must go. Norwich Coin and Jewelry is located at 35 Franklin Street in Norwich and is open Wednesday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. Sure going to miss her and her uh, wonderful store there, huh? But it's open until December 30th, so you can uh, be sure you're going to get some incredible, incredible deals, huh? Stu Breyer with you. WICH 889-5252 is our telephone number. As I mentioned, if you want to do some swapping and selling this segment, you can do so. Uh, There is a Grinch that was arrested for fighting with reindeer. WPBN says a Grinch and a reindeer recently got into a fight at a holiday office party in Grand Traverse County, Michigan. Police were called to the Hotel Indigo after a man dressed as a reindeer, fought with a man dressed as the Grinch. The Grinch was arrested for assault. Cops say that alcohol spurred the fight. You're not surprised about that, are you? Alcohol spurred the fight? No word on what caused the brawl. So picture this at a party. Supposed to be having a good time. Too much drinking. One dressed as a reindeer, one dressed as a Grinch. And the Grinch starts a fight with the reindeer. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Amazing, huh? How embarrassing is that? Innocent reindeer. Well, actually, the Grinch is pretty... I haven't played that yet this year, have I? That'll be coming on the television very soon. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. Hmm. I'm really afraid to play that because then I can't get that song out of my head. I keep thinking about the song because it's such a catchy tune. You know what I mean? You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. does have a happy ending, doesn't it? Yeah. Boy, that is one uh, poor-looking guy, the Grinch, isn't it? The Grinch that stole Christmas. It's been a classic story for so many years. huh? They'll all be back again this season. Look at this, December 6th already. After the news, it's our lunchtime oldie break, and then we'll uh, 
you know, throw in a, cr- a few Christmas tunes in there as well. Maybe we'll throw in one right now, if you like. As I mentioned, this year we have the biggest selection of Christmas music ever played on WICH. You'll hear Christmas songs you have not heard in many years by different artists. You know, the, the, the song Winter Wonderland has been sung by about 100 people. <laughs> so we have about 100 different versions of Winter Wonderland. Let's see, who should we choose this time? Let's pick the judge. We'll have the judge sing it. Over the ground lies a mantle of white. A heaven of diamonds shine down through the night. Two hearts are thrilling in spite of the chilling weather. Ring, are you listening? In the lane, snow is glistening. It's a beautiful sight. We're happy tonight. Walking in a winter wonderland. Gone away is the bluebird. Here to stay is a new bird. He sings a love song as we go along. Walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can build a snowman Then pretend that he is Parson Brown He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man But you can do the job while you're in town Later on we'll conspire As we dream by the fire To face unafraid the plans that we made Walking in a winter wonderland no season love knows no climb romance can blossom any old time here in the open we're walking and hoping together sleigh bells ring are you listening in the lane snow's glistening It's a beautiful sight, we're happy tonight, walking in a winter wonderland. In the meadow we can build a snowman, then pretend that he is Parson Brown. He'll say, are you married? We'll say, no man. But you can do the job while you're in town. Later on we'll conspire as we dream by the fire. To face unafraid the plans that we made, walking in a winter wonderland. To face unafraid the plans that we made, walking in a winter wonderland. Who are the judges? Who are we to judge, huh? There, winter wonderland. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Walking in a winter wonderland today, it's 57 degrees. Such a nice harmony they have, huh? Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi. Hi there. Am I on? You're on. Yeah, we're doing everything <laughs> you know, today. Um, that inspired me to think of a of a neat uh, another country song. Um, Dolly Parton from Bessel Horror House in Texas. Hard candy. Hard candy. Christmas. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, you forget. We like the traditional bang and. Um, mm-hmm. Johnny Mathis and things like that. Okay, this is a stretch. Do you remember um, Firestone, uh, the tire company? My my family owned a gas station, and um, I remember them well. Fire, yes, Firestone Christmas album. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and of course it was the, the old classic people on it and stuff. But crickets, not the chipmunks. The crickets. They were little cartoon characters like the chipmunks. Not the English version of the band, the crickets. The oh. cartoon. Hmm. Okay. Look that one up. It was very similar to Alvin and the Chipmunks, but um, there were little crickets on the front of the cover. But yeah, that'd be great if you could play that. Well, we got a lot of interesting ones that you'd be surprised when uh, we get to them. And it just pops in my head sometimes, but you just—I hate to say—get sick of it. You've got to hear the classics. It makes you all warm and fuzzy. But no, I understand. For our lives, yeah. Um, you guys actually came in FM the other day for like thirty seconds. We did. <laughs> Yeah, I went, what, I was searching in my car, and it went to 90, whatever your FM is, and I'm like, that, oh, it's ICH, but it didn't last very long. It's still um, not coming in, but I struggle with the AM, but that's okay. I'll do it. All right. Hang in there. Thank okay. you. Thanks, you. Hello. Thanks. Welcome to the program. Hi. Good morning. It's a pleasure to speak with you today. Is there anything on your mind that you would like to divulge to us? Hmm? No comprende? Ah, hanging up. There's a good hang up there. Go to news break. WYCHAM 1310 94.5 FM W233DB in Norwich. Pressure from investors to add sick days after Congress declined to require them as part of the contracts they imposed last week to avert a potentially devastating nationwide rail strike. The Interfaith Center on Corporate Responsibilities said Monday that Two investment managers it works with filed proposals at Union Pacific and Norfolk Southern Railroads to allow shareholders to vote on whether rail workers should get paid sick leave. Similar proposal is likely at CSX. On Wall Street, stocks have been lower. The Dow is down 268 points. The Nasdaq off 168. More at townhall.com. First, we decide where we want to go. Then we need to know the best way to get there. Hi, my name's Adam Barada. I'm the owner of Advantage Gold. We're the highest rated precious metals firm in the country. We teach people how to own physical gold and silver. Now, we've won the Best of TrustLink Award four years in a row because we educate our clients on how to buy gold and silver the right way. We don't pay celebrity spokespeople millions of dollars. We'd rather pass that value on to you. Call 800-900-8000 and speak with one of our experts. We'll send you a free gold kit along with my latest number one national best-selling book, The Great Devaluation. Call 800-900-8000. That's 800-900-8000. Get the best information, the best process, the best service, the best value. 
Call Advantage Gold at 800-900-8000. Call 800-900-8000. Advantage Gold is not an investment advisor or a tax advisor. Consult with your financial advisor before investing. A lawsuit is filed against the Israeli government over the fatal shooting of an Al Jazeera journalist. We have the latest from the media lines, Felice Friedson. Saying its petition is based on new findings of forensic evidence, eyewitness statements and video from the scene of the death of journalist Shireen Abouakla, Qatari news network Al Jazeera has filed an action against Israel in the International Criminal Court at The Hague. Abu Akhlu was shot to death last May during a violent skirmish between Palestinians and Israeli forces. Following an internal investigation, the Israelis concluded that although the Al Jazeera writer might indeed have been killed by an Israeli soldier, it was not intentional. The Qatari network insists its new evidence will prove that the killing was in fact intentional, part of an Israeli campaign to silence the network. I'm Felice Friedson, Town Hall News, Jerusalem. News and analysis at themedialine.org and townhall.com. Emmy-winning Cheers star Kirstie Alley has died. Norman Hall has more. According to a post on Twitter from her children, Kirstie Alley died of cancer that was only recently discovered. The children, Shrew and Killy Parker, said that as iconic as their mother was on screen, she was even more amazing as a mother and grandmother. Alley starred opposite Ted Danson on Cheers as Rebecca Howe. I love the sitcom formula. It's, a, it's the best life an actor can lead. Alley won an Emmy for Best Lead Actress in a Comedy Series for the role in 1991. She would take a second Emmy for Best Lead Actress in a Miniseries or Television Movie in 1993 for playing the title role in the CBS TV movie David's Mother. Kirstie Alley was 71. I'm Norman Hall. Another check on Wall Street. The uh, Dow is down 251 points. The S&P 500 is off 43. More on these stories at townhall.com. Hey, you ready to have some fun? This is the happiest song I've ever found. And it's on vinyl, too, ladies and gentlemen. As we get into the Stu Breyer lunchtime oldie hour, mixed with some classic Christmas songs as well. Here we go. I can laugh when things ain't funny. <laughs> Happy go lucky me. Yeah, I can smile when I ain't got no money. <laughs> Happy go lucky me. It may sound silly, but mm, I don't care. I got the moonlight, I got the sun, I've got the stars above. Me and my Billy, well, we both share. It's happy go happy, happy go lucky love. Well, life is sweet, whoa, sweet as honey. <laughs> happy go lucky me. I got the sun. 
is turning into a lunatic. You should see him when he's in a, a good mood. Welcome to the lunchtime oldie break. Got an interesting mix for you today. Remember that Christmas candy? It was real special. It was like a little ribbon candy. Dolly Parton's got a song about it. A hard candy Christmas.
Christmas candy brings back terrific memories. It's only around Christmas time. They call it the Christmas candy. So there's a lot of strange names. People get some strange names, but none are stranger than knowing someone with the name of Ramalama Ding Dong. That's the name of this uh, fella's girlfriend. Ding Dong, Ding to the Etzels to have a girl named Ramalama Ding Dong. That's the name of the group, the Etzels. And uh, do you think their parents got arrested for naming her that? I don't know. Here's the weather. You're listening to Personality Radio. WICH Weather. Rain this afternoon. Breezy 55. Rain tonight, 48. Showers pretty much all day tomorrow. A breezy warm 59. And then clouds will linger at the start of Thursday, but then mostly sunny and very nice. A high of 55. That's your Channel 3, early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 57 degrees and uh, overcast. WICH AM and FM, join us weekends for the greatest hits of the 60s and 70s. 
your home for Personality Radio, 1310 WICH and 94.5 FM. The Crohn's and Colitis Foundation has been at the forefront of inflammatory bowel disease research and care for over 50 years. Learn more about research, education, and support at Crohn'sColitisFoundation.org. Local high school basketball is coming to Mohegan Sun Arena on Monday, December 19th. The Day and Ambassador Limo are proud to present the Holiday Classic Tournament, featuring can't-miss matchups including East Catholic versus Notre Dame West Haven at 4 p.m., St. Bernard versus Daniel Hand at 6 p.m., and New London versus Norwich Free Academy at 8 p.m. Tickets cost $10 and are on sale now at theday.com slash holidayclassic or at the Mohegan Sun box office. See you December 19th at Mohegan Sun Arena. Well, there's a shortage of Santas and Santa's helpers. And have you heard that? In stores, some stores that usually would have Santa's helper uh, won't be there because they can't find any. I mean, they could have put a beard on the Easter Bunny. Maybe a few of those are around. Anyway, the real Santa has a real dirty job when you think about it. Man, what he's got to go through just getting ready. Well, every year old Santa Claus loads up in his sleigh, and them reindeer running in front of him kicks butt up in his face. And those chimneys he goes climbing down ain't exactly all that fun. But if he don't do it, nobody will, so Santa's gonna get the job done. Don't you know that Santa Claus got a dirty job? Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job, and he does it all night long. Through wind and rain and blinding snow, Santa Claus never slows down. He's gotta keep on pushing them reindeer hard if he's gonna hit every town. Sneaking in, sneaking out for 24 hours straight. Gotta outrun them big guard dogs. Gotta do whatever it takes. Don't you know that Santa Claus got a dirty job? Santa Claus got a dirty job. Santa Claus got a dirty job. And he does it all night long. You know, John, I was just thinking, old Santa Claus, he's a big man. He is. Visits over 300 million folks every year, and everywhere he goes, you know what he finds? What? Cookies. And he eats them. He's got it. He's Santa Claus. It'd be rude not to. I'm just saying, you wake up in the middle of the night, you see that big man in your house making a beeline for the bathroom, you best get out of his way, because, you know... Christmas, John Boy. It'd be nice if everybody cleaned their chimney. It's also very safe to clean your chimney, so get your chimney cleaned for the season. And for uh, Mr. Claus, Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. Thanks for joining us. Maybe we're helping you decorate the tree. Can't get much better harmony than this one. Les Paul and Mary Ford. 
Les Paul created the multi-track recording, so Les Paul and Mary Ford sounds like they're singing three times together. Now the hacienda's dark, the town is sleeping. Now the time has come to part, the time for weeping. Vaya con Dios, my darling. Vaya con Dios, my love. Now the village mission bells are softly ringing. If you listen with your heart, you'll hear them singing. Vaya con Dios, my darling Vaya con Dios, my love Wherever you may be, I'll be beside you Although you're many million dreams away God be with you. Vaya con Dios. Hmm? Next time you meet someone or see someone, say that and uh, they'll get the message. How about Sonny and Cher? Song that made them famous. Became their signature song. 1965. Can you imagine? I 
very upset when they got divorced. I mean, I thought that was a, a couple for life, but it wasn't. But they still remained friends. Sonny really helped Cher get out of her shell. She was so shy. Would you believe that? Can you picture Cher shy? Mm-mm. But she would not go on the stage without Sonny. Eventually she did, but everything had to be with Sonny, so he went on stage with her. But she's not shy anymore. Once in a while, there's a great song, and somebody puts an arrangement to it, an instrumental arrangement, and it becomes a smash hit. You know the song, Up a Lazy River? Well, Cy Zetner put a little razzmatazz to it and it became a hit. Here it is.
Nothing lazy about that, River. Stu Breyer with their lunchtime oldies. You know, some people say, how come the Beatles never had a Christmas hit? Well, they did. Well, almost. John Lennon, when he left the Beatles, had this hit called Happy Christmas. So this is Christmas. and a bunch of kids there recorded that song called Happy Christmas. You don't hear that expression too often. It's usually merry. In fact, it's one of the few times during the year that we use the word merry. People will say, hey, have a merry afternoon, but merry Christmas and happy new year.
Not Merry New Year and Happy Christmas, except for John Lennon's song right there. 94.5 and 1310 WICH. For a list of this station's official contest rules, please visit WICH.com slash contest dash rules. It's that time of year again. The flu season is approaching. This year, health experts are predicting a bad flu season starting earlier than usual. The addition of another respiratory illness on top of COVID-19 could overburden the health care system and increase the risk of catching both diseases at once. This year, more than ever before, it is important for all of us to get our flu vaccine and our COVID-19 vaccine and or boosters. We need to protect ourselves and the ones we love. Remember, flu spreads mainly from person to person through coughing or sneezing. People can also get infected by touching something with flu virus on it and then touching their mouths or noses. Most people with the flu have mild symptoms, but pregnant women, young children, the elderly, and people with illnesses like asthma, diabetes, or heart disease are more likely to suffer from serious complications. Protect yourself, your family, and your community from the flu and COVID-19. Contact your primary care provider to get vaccinated this season. And remember, cover your coughs and sneezes, wash your hands often, and if you're sick, stay home. This message is brought to you by Generations Family Health Center. Do you remember the disappointment last year when you tried to buy anything and because of the pandemic there wasn't anything available? Well, Lazy Boy and Bill's Bedding are happy to announce that there are plenty of fantastic Lazy Boy recliners in stock at Bill's now for the holidays. And more coming every week. Over 250 recliners in stock in all price ranges, including manual and power versions, all at lower prices than the big box store. For instance, the Reed Power Rocker recliner with wireless remote and power headrest, now sale price for just $11.99. No other the recliner has made a handheld remote and rocks and reclines except Lazy Boy. And Bill's Benning is a complete Lazy Boy dealer with recliners, lift chairs, reclining and stationary sofas and more. You can add to your holiday budget by putting your purchase on Bill's 12-month equal pay financing with no additional fees or charges. And save even more because Bill's will deliver your purchase for free and take away your old recliner too. Make your holiday special this year with the new Lazy Boy recliner from Bill's Bedding, 640 North Main Street in Danielson or on the web at billsbedding.com. Mixing them up for you in our lunchtime oldie break. Uh, Paul Anka, of course, had a lot of hits. He wrote a lot of hits for himself and other people. This is a song that Paul wrote that also Buddy Holly had a hit with, but here's the uh, Paul Anka version of this song. Doesn't matter anymore. That's it.
That's Paul's version of his own song, It Doesn't Matter Anymore. And uh, I think when Buddy Holly sang it, it was kind of a softer version than that. You know, just not quite as harsh as the Paul Anka. But they were both good. You know, I don't want to cause a rift. <laughs> so try to find the Buddy Holly version of that, and you can make the choice yourself. But it's eluding me at the particular moment. So uh, we will move on. Speaking of Buddy Holly... I want to play a Buddy Holly song right now. This is one that was... All right, oh, here's the Buddy Holly. Just want to play a little bit of his version. It just popped up in front of my nose here. Like this one better? There you go, baby. Here am I. Oh, well, you left me here so I could sit and cry. Well, golly gee, what have you done to me? Well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. Do you remember, baby, last September how you held me tight each and every night? Well, whoops-a-daisy, how you drove me crazy, but I guess it doesn't matter anymore. There's no use in me a crying I've done everything and now I'm sick of trying I've thrown away my nights and wasted all my days over you Well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever till the end of time I'll find somebody new, baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore There's no use in me a crying I've done everything and now I'm sick of trying I've thrown away my nights And wasted all my days over you Well, you go your way and I'll go mine Now and forever till the end of time I'll find somebody new, baby We'll say we're through and you won't matter anymore You won't matter anymore I think I like Buddy's version better. How about a real Buddy Holly song that he wrote? Oh, it- Hell, the little things you say and do Make me want to be with you Rain on, it's a crazy feeling And I, I know it's got me reeling When you say, I love you Rain on, the way you dance and hold me tight The way you kiss and say goodnight Rain on, it's a crazy feeling And I, Only you 
I give that song rave reviews. Buddy Holly's rave on. Hey, we even have the Muppets this year. Scooter? Yes, ma'am. Gonzo? Check. Robin? Yes, Miss Biggie. This is what we're going to sing. Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Nice. Please do put the penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got the penny, a head penny will do. If you haven't got the head penny, then God bless you. Good. Mm-hmm. Now, Scooter, uh-huh. you come in after my first line, right. and you two boys follow. Okay. <clears throat> Christmas is coming, the goose is getting fat. Ow. Please do put the penny in the, the old man's hat. hat. Miss Piggy, huh? She is such a ham, isn't she? (laughs) Here's Jimmy Reeves, who spells out Christmas for you and uh, what all the words mean. Jim Reeves with Stu's Lunchtime Oldies. And 
voice, huh? He had Jim Reeves. Silk voice. That's a song called Christmas. Spelled it out for you. Mixing them up with Stu at WICH. We are at 56 degrees. We're going to get some drizzle this afternoon. Drizzle and schnizzle. Here's Chicago. It's called Will You Still Love Me? You put it in writing. Now and why? 
So you love me for the rest of your life, or I can't go on. How's that? Threaten somebody to love you for a long time. Time for counseling. Stu's lunchtime break at WICH. It's time for a story. It's a story about the Rock Island line. She's a mighty good role. Well, he does it. He'll tell you the story better than me. Here's Lonnie Donegan. Now, this here's a story about the Rock Island line. The Rock Island line, she runs down into New Orleans. And just outside of New Orleans, there's a big toll gate. And all the trains, they go through the toll gate while they, they got to pay the man some money. But, of course, if you've got certain things on board, you're okay. You don't have to pay the man nothing. And just now, we see a train, she's coming down the line. And when she come up near the toll gate, the driver, he shout down to the man. He say, I got pigs, I got horses, I got cows, I got sheep, I got all livestock, I got all livestock, I got all livestock. And the man say, well, you're all right, boy, just get on through. You don't have to pay me nothing. And the train go through. And when he go through the toll gate, the train get up a little bit of steam and a little bit of speed. And when the driver think he's safely on the other side, he shout back down the line to the man. He said, I fooled you, I fooled you. I got pig iron, I got pig iron, I got oh, pig iron. I'll tell you where I'm going, boy. Down the Rock Island line, she's a mighty good road. The Rock Island line is the road to ride. Yes, the Rock Island line, she's a mighty good road. And if you own the ride, you got to ride it like you find to get your ticket at the station on the Rock Island line. I may be right, may be wrong. You know you're going to miss me when I'm gone. Down the Rock Island line, she's a mighty good road. The Rock Island line is the road to ride. Yes, the Rock Island line is a mighty good road. And if you own the ride, you got to ride it like you find to get your ticket at the station on the Rock Island line. I'm safe from sin The good Lord's coming for to see me again hey. Down the Rock Island Line She's a mighty good road The Rock Island Line is the road to ride Yeah, the Rock Island Line She's a mighty good road And if you won't You got to ride it like you're to Get your ticket at the station On the Rock Island Line A, B, C, W, X, Y, Z Cat's on the cover but he don't see me Down the Rock Island Line the Rock Island Line is a road to ride, yeah, the Rock Island Line is a mighty good road, and if you won't, the ride got his body like you find it, get your ticket at the station on the Rock Island Line. Rock Island Line is a mighty good road, the Rock Island Line is a road to ride, yeah, the Rock Island Line is a mighty good road, and if you won't, the ride got his body like you find it, get your ticket at the station on the Rock Island Line. Lonnie Dunnigan, that uh, was called Skittle Music in the famous... Rock Island Line. Here's a rare recording by Bobby Darren. Yes, Bobby Darren had one song connected to Christmas, and this was called Christmas Old Lang Syne. It's a very rare recording, and I thought, I, you know, it's a little early for Old Lang Syne, but it's such a rare vinyl that I thought I would play it for you today. Mistletoe and tinsel glow Paint a yuletide valentine Back home I go To those I know For a Christmas old lang syne And as we 
tree Our voices all come back in sweet accord to thank the Lord for a Christmas old Lang Syne. Christmas, old Lang Syne. Merry Christmas, everybody, and a Happy New Year. In sweet accord, we thank the Lord. Bobby Darren, Christmas Old Lang Syne. Yes, he changed some of the words. Pet owners, homeowners, and holiday shoppers, Fleming's Feed has what you need this season. Christmas is our favorite time of the year at Fleming's. We have thousands of fresh-cut trees, beautiful roping, hundreds of wreaths, so many great decorations. Our elves will even custom decorate your wreath. We have unique gifts for everyone on your list, even Fido and Garfield. And, of course, we have gift cards. Avoid the crowds this holiday season and shop local for quality and convenience. We're your Christmas wonderland at Fleming's Feed in Stonington and Preston. Close Christmas and New Year's Day. You're in possession of a grandfather clock that was handed down through your family over the years. It hasn't cuckooed or ding-donged in years. It hasn't chimed or tick-tocked. So, as I see it, there are two options. You can fix it or you can sell it. Either way, you'll want a real clock guy. And Phil is your man. Phil's Clocks and Repair in Jewett City can get that heirloom of yours up and running. And if you're looking for some extra dough, he might just take it off your hands. For clock repairs and sales of almost any kind imaginable, visit Phil's Clocks and Repair on Main Street in Jewett City. It's always worth the time. The Yukon Sports Network from Learfield. Rebound. Loose puck. Score! The Huskies win! The ice bus rolls on. Shoot! Score! Empty netter! Closes the door! Huskies will win it! Catch all the action all season long on your home for Yukon hockey. Catch many of the Yukon Husky hockey games right here on 1310 and 94.5 FM WICH. Hey, don't twist too close to the Christmas tree. You want the autumn, the ornaments falling all over the place. Chubby's going to be in town in January. Here he is now. Come on, Take me by my little hand and go 
H.A.M. 1310 Norwich. And we're 94 now. W233DB. It is coming up to 1 o'clock. What's new? Breaking news this hour from townhall.com. I'm John Scott. Voters are returning to the polls in Georgia's Senate runoff today. At stake, a full six-year Senate term... Democrat Raphael Warnock facing Republican Herschel Walker. The outcome of the contest will determine whether Democrats have an outright 51-49 Senate majority or control a 50-50 chamber based on Vice President Kamala Harris's tie-breaking vote. Russian media reporting more drone attacks on fuel storage facilities far from the Ukrainian border. This seems to be part of Russia's uh, strategy here in this country. It is attacking critical infrastructure as temperatures uh, plummet. So yesterday we saw a wave of attacks targeting cities across the country. And we had an update from the energy provider here saying that uh, the energy system is gradually being restored. The hardest hit places were uh, the region of Odessa in the south of the country where there was no heating, no power, no water, and also the Kiev region outside the capital. BBC correspondent Hugo Bacheca. Also at townhall.com, President Biden traveling to Arizona today to tout investments in chip manufacturing. After hosting a grand congressional ball last night, President Biden flies to Arizona, where he'll be visiting the site for a new plant being built near Phoenix by the Taiwan Semiconductor Manufacturing Company. Arizona Governor Doug Ducey will attend, as well as his Democratic successor, Katie Hobbs. TSMC will also announce a second plant to go up in Arizona. The president maintains that $252 billion invested in semiconductor manufacturing and scientific research jobs could give the U.S. military an edge and help the middle class job market. Republican House Leader Kevin McCarthy has attacked the government investments as a blank check and corporate welfare. Jennifer King, Washington. More on these stories at townhall.com. 
I'm Andy. I started Harry's because I was frustrated with buying razors at the drugstore. And when I say frustrated, I mean like so upset I called my friend Jeff. Hello, this is Jeff. Jeff, I'm at the store, and I don't get why these razors... Cost so much? Yeah, and do they need to look like robots? Ah, dude, I know, and it's so frustrating how expensive they are. Getting ripped off sucks. We gotta do something about this. Why don't we make our own high-quality razors at much better prices? Actually, I heard about this German razor factory that makes some really high-quality blades. Really? Okay, maybe that's not exactly how it went. But we did buy that German factory, where we're turning high-quality steel into super-sharp blades for a smooth shave at a great price. Seriously, as low as $2 per cartridge. Over the past 10 years, 20 million people have tried Harry's. Join them and get your starter set now. That's a five-blade razor, weighted handle, and shave gel, all for just 3 bucks with free shipping, backed by our quality guarantee. If you don't like it, it's on us. Just go to harrys.com now and enter code MODERN at checkout. That's harrys.com, code MODERN. North Korea has fired a barrage of artillery rounds into waters near rival South Korea. The barrage is the second in consecutive days in a tit-for-tat for the South's live fire drills. South Korea's Joint Chiefs of Staff says it detected the North firing around 90 artillery rounds from a frontline area along its eastern coast. The shells, likely for multiple rocket launchers, landing in the northern side of a maritime buffer zone established in 2018 to reduce border tension. I'm Charles Tuladesma. The Canadian branch of Amnesty International says it was the target of a cyber attack sponsored by China. The Human Rights Organization says it first detected the breach on October 5th and hired forensic investigators and cybersecurity experts to investigate. Breaking news at townhall.com. Incarcerated lawyer Michael Avenatti has been sentenced to 14 years in prison in Southern California in order to pay more than $10 million in restitution after admitting he cheated four of his clients out of millions of dollars. In health news, Pfizer asking the FDA to clear its updated version of the vaccine. Currently, children between six months and up to five years who get Pfizer's COVID-19 vaccine are supposed to receive three extra small doses. In mid-October, the FDA cleared updated vaccines from both Pfizer and Moderna as boosters for everyone five and older. Now, Pfizer's asking U.S. regulators to authorize their updated bivalent version for those younger kids. Targeting the original strain and BA4 and BA5 Omicron variants, it would become the third shot in the series. The company says it may help keep youngsters out of children's hospitals that are already packed with patients suffering other respiratory illnesses. Jennifer King, Washington. More on these stories at townhall.com. Fasten your seatbelts. It's time for the Anything Goes Hour with Stu Breyer. Welcome back to our program. It's always a pleasure to have uh, Faye Ringel from the Norwich Arts Center with us, giving us some updates. Hi, Faye. Hi, Stu. It's always good to be with you. you many, know, years, many, many years now. I guess so, right? From the vampire days to the Norwich Arts days and so many other things. Well, Faye, uh, how many years you've been with the uh, Norwich Arts Center? They've been around, huh? 35 years. 35 years. Good for yeah. you. And, of course, uh, you just keep coming up with these uh, good plays and this entertainment and uh, you got one that I think will catch people's attention. Tell us about it. Well, um, we have what's called a panto, 
A panto is a British tradition. Every theater in Britain at this time of year has this uh, entertainment that is great for families. It's got something for adults. It's got something for children. Uh, we brought this to Norwich five years ago, and uh, this year's panto is called The Emperor's New Clothes. And people may know the story of the emperor who's fooled into thinking mm -hmm. that, uh, the, that uh, he's actually wearing beautiful new clothes when he's not. Well, we have a couple of interesting twists on that, and we also uh, want to tell everyone that it's a family show, so don't come expecting to uh, see, see no a clothes. naked emperor. Yes. <laughs> okay, right. uh, but definitely something for, for all ages. Um, it's going to be opening this Friday night. December 9th at 7, and we have uh, uh, two evening performances, Friday and Saturday at 7, and then Sunday, this Sunday, there will be a matinee at 2, and the same the following weekend, Friday, December 16th at 7, Saturday, December 17th at 7, and Sunday, the last performance, December 18th at 2. I'm hung up on the word panther. Where does that come from? Well, it's really short for pantomime, even though there's no pantomime as we know it in this show. Everybody talks. Oh, okay. Nobody just, but it's so, such an old tradition that in England, um, going back as far as Shakespeare's time, it actually used to be a pantomime, and uh, the characters would, would not speak. They would just act out the plays in mime. Uh, but... The uh, current form of the pantomime that we are uh, doing here in Norwich, Connecticut, has been running in Norwich, England, or Norwich, England, mm -hmm. for several hundred years. That's excellent. So we've got it here. Now, help me to understand. I've heard about the emperor's uh, new clothes, and uh, I have not seen it yet, but it's always been interesting. Is it about, and correct me if I'm wrong, Faye, how people can be persuaded, uh, if they get enough persuaded, they'll believe anything? Is that what it's about? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. And also, we have kind of, uh, our twist on it is that the, in, in many stories, the emperor is just kind of a, a, of a stupid guy who's easily persuaded. In ours, he's, an, he's a tyrant. He's mm -hmm. a bad guy, and we uh, invite people to hiss and boo. There's lots of audience participation. Good, we like that. And his, yeah. and his courtiers, his minister of justice and his minister of education uh, are just totally worthless, and they will do anything that the emperor says. And so they go along, even mm -hmm. though they know that there's no clothes. So uh, we uh, we invite uh, people to to hiss and boo the bad characters and to cheer for the good characters. The little kid who comes in and sees sees his, his he's called clear eyes because he's the only one who can see the truth. So, uh, where do you get all this talent? We have uh, uh, local kids and adults. There are all ages in this cast, from uh, from middle school all the way up into senior citizen, uh, and uh, uh, they are they're all from the from the region. Some from Norwich, some from Uncasville, uh, Galesbury, You know, just uh, the surrounding area. Uh, many of them have been in other shows uh, at at NAC and with Chelsea players. Mm -hmm. John Lamar, uh, for instance, is an experienced actor in the area. He's appeared everywhere from uh, the Granite and Westerly through the uh, uh, through NAC and uh, other places in Connecticut. 
and he is playing the dame. One of the traditions of the panto is that the uh, that there's a, a character known as the dame who is a cross-dressing man, but is very sweet, and uh, the the kids re- always love the dame. Mm-hmm. We're learning all these words. Very good. Mm-hmm. And there's lots of local jokes, and as I said, uh, jokes for the kids, jokes for the adults, but you know, definitely a, uh, a G-rated show. And we have, um, the first one we did in 2017 was Cinderella, and then we did Snow White the following year, and the last one we did before the pandemic was Treasure Island. And so this is our first one since the pandemic. Well, that's great, Empress. New clothes. The new clothes. New clothes, yeah. So um, I'm going to make sure people know when no, this is going on. What are the dates this is going on again? This Friday, December 9th through mm-hmm. Sunday the 11th, and the following Friday, December 16th through Sunday the 18th. Mm-hmm. And there, there will be tickets at the door. Um, we have a, a sponsorship from Charter Oak Federal Credit Union, and thanks to that, um, all children under 10 and under are free. Excellent. So uh, the uh, you can get tickets online at the uh, Norwich Arts Center website, norwicharts.org, or you can just come to the door. So this is a play for the whole family, and obviously kids will be loving to boo and cheer. Yes, yes, and there may be some other surprises for the kids, too, for all those uh, kids in the audience. <laughs> Well, good. We'll keep promoting this for you. It's, uh, I know you do a marvelous job. Anything else we need to know, Faye? Well, I've got you on the line of coming attractions. Well, thank you. Um, the, this, as soon, almost as soon as this show is over, uh, NAC is going to host an evening with uh, Derek Williams and, uh, and local singers, uh, most of whom are employees of Mohegan Sun and do shows there. Mm-hmm. And that's called uh, Twas Four Nights Before Christmas. And that'll be on December 21st. And that, too, is, again, it's going to you know more for adults than kids, but still definitely a family-oriented uh, holiday show. It's amazing. You always get something rolling in, one after the other. And it's, it's wonderful entertainment, and uh, we certainly hope people take advantage of it and... Uh, You've been with it for a long time. Yes, but this this year I'm also as as well as everything else. I'm also the co-author of this play. Oh, really? Isn't? Okay. Well, yep. I know you've done some writing, so uh, yeah, that's this good. is a little a little different for me. Uh, ever, uh, I was I was the co-author on the first one we did, Cinderella. But the the person that this is dedicated to and who really brought the panto to Norwich was Diana Bishop who um, lived in England for many years and loved the panto and mm-hmm. came and brought this tradition here. And unfortunately, she passed away about a year ago and left the script unfinished. So I picked it up and, and finished it. If I'm, You've done some acting, too, haven't you? Oh, yes. Yeah, I thought yeah. so. I thought you'd been on the all sides of the stage. Yeah, yeah, uh, more more singing and uh, playing yeah. piano too. Excellent. So, for those who don't do uh, you know stuff with a computer and thing, is there one special number that you can call for more updates and information? Yes, um, we do have an office number, but because we're an all volunteer organization, it may take a long time for anyone to pick up that 
that message. Mm -hmm. So I'm encouraging people to call me directly at 860-608-3494. Okay, I'm going to keep this with me in case anybody misses that, and we'll keep promoting it for you. So the first one starts on uh, Friday? That's right. Be all set for that. I wish you great success with it. I know what a good job you folks do, and the people that are involved are, you'd say, man, I think I'm in New York, right? That's kind of a... Well, we like to say, see you on Broadway. See you on Broadway. Give my regards. (laughs) Faye, it's a pleasure as always. Thank you so much, Stu. Talk to you soon. Okay. Faye Ringel, Norwich Arts Center. Yes, we have arts, and it's terrific arts. Take advantage of it for the whole family. Right in Norwich. We are so blessed to have this and the people that have worked with it for so many years. It's quarter after one. WICH with Stu. Here's the weather. First on Natalie Radio. WICH weather. Rain this afternoon. Breezy 55. Rain tonight 48. Showers pretty much all day tomorrow. A breezy warm 59. And then clouds will linger at the start of Thursday. But then mostly sunny and very nice. A high of 55. That's your Channel 3. Early warning weather. Weather anytime at WICH.com. Currently 57 degrees and overcast. Welcome to the program. Yeah, good afternoon, Stu. How do you do? All right, my friend. What's going on? Well, um, is this French fry? Yes, it is. Hey, French fry. Good to hear from you. Uh, well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe not. I just heard this lady talking about this play and said mm-hmm. it's for adults and children, mm-hmm. and she got a damn crossbrick dresser in there. What the hell's going on? That's not the children. Well, I, I don't That's think like it's... That's like those, those, uh, those uh, the eyes that are going into these schools dressed as women. It's a crossdresser. That's not good for children. And you're, and you're going to, WICH is going to promote this garbage? Seriously? I think this is really very, very simple stuff. I don't think it's what you're thinking it is, really. It Seriously. It doesn't matter. A cross-dresser is a cross-dresser, and you're putting it across the children that it's okay. Well, what about, a, what about Uncle? Do you remember Milton Berle? Years ago, yes, I remember Milton Berle. He used to come on the stage dressed as a woman. It was an entirely different but, type of but thing. But how many, how many children stayed up to watch that? Most kids back then were... We're in bed by 8 o'clock. No, I never missed Uncle Milty on Tuesday nights. Yeah, well. And I crawled into well, bed afterwards. So you're going to promote this garbage with a cross-dresser that's good for children. All right. That's okay. all i got to say. Thanks for your call. I think that's a bit extreme. Some of the things that we have been talking about in the news are far more extreme than that when you're taking to uh, children to see... Uh, cross-dressers or young children, and uh, it's, it's different what, what we're talking about with this play. Hi, welcome to the program. Hi. I, I don't think the little kids are going to even know what a cross-dresser is. <laughs> no, this is a different type of play. I, it's This this type it, of comedy what, has been around. The Emperor's New Clothes? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's called The Emperor's New Clothes. It's been around for a long, long, long time. Yeah, but I don't remember the play. Like, where is he wearing a dress? <laughs> I don't know. There's one. I I have not seen the play, but as uh, Faye said, there's one guy that changes his apparel. <laughs> I mean, this has been comedy slapstick for a hundred years. This is 
nothing new. It's far you, different you from what's been going. You don't get very many angry callers, but man, when people get mad, they're just like, I get it. They're stating their point. They, they're no, like upset, and they're like, okay. And like, you guys are promoting it. It's not you guys. You're just promoting the play. You're not promoting cross But I think it's far different from what's been going on politically uh, these days. Yeah. It's a whole different thing, really. Yeah. In my yeah, well, opinion. The holidays but are coming. People got to get... Um, be light, lighthearted, no, no, and light, and he don't has be a, critical. Every right to his opinion, and uh, he feels yeah. it's offensive, and that's okay. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, good show as always. Thank you for playing my um, um, Dolly Parton song. Oh yes, of course. You always come through, no matter what you say. You always, always Christmas candy. You're forgetting Chris- you're busy, but you ninety nine point nine. Hey, how's Dan O'Brien? Have you talked to him yet? No, I haven't talked to Dan in a very long time. I put in a oh couple my. of calls to him, but I haven't received a call back. Hopefully, uh, hopefully we will. We miss him. Okay. All right. Thanks, Stu. Thank you. Hello. Welcome to the program. Oh, hey, Stu. Hey there. Hey. Um, I was wondering if you could play a request if it gets quieter. Shh, yes. Or tomorrow or whenever you can. Um, the Tattered Old Flag, that's all I know for the title. Tattered old flag is that the one by uh, Johnny Cash? I think it is. Yeah, because I I have on my windowsill, I have my clock. I got a picture of Earl who's passed away. I've got <clears throat> my grandmother's. Um, she she sent me a card for graduation. She gave me, and I have the flag. And it was a flag when I was in Maine one time about thirty years ago. Um, I stayed at a. A, it wasn't really a bed and breakfast. It was rooms for rent, but the uh, local bed and breakfast friend would recommend people to go there. And the parting gift, after the week or two, the lady made me a uh, like a knitted type flag to go on the uh, radio antenna of my truck. And mm-hmm. when I see that, I kept it year after year. And it's all got scotch tape on it to hold it together. It would have fallen apart. So when I see that, it makes me think of, you know, the way things are nowadays, even whatever it is, a person, a flag, a picture, a clock, it's gone through a lot of stuff. So that should be respected. All right, my friend. Thanks, Stu. You're welcome. WICH, welcome to the program. Hello. Hello there. Yeah, it's Faye again. Just a quick, uh, you did a great job of clarifying the difference. This is exactly the kind of cross-dressing that Milton Berle did that Monty Python still does. Oh, yeah. Nobody, nobody ever believes that he is pretending that he's really a woman. If people are willing to believe in fairy tales, they'll believe in the dame. Otherwise, everyone understands. Yeah, it's, it's, it's totally different from, uh, I think, what he was thinking of. Yeah, yeah it's... It's slapstick, is what it is, mm-hmm. just like Milton Berle. I think Milty was uh, wore a dress more than he wore his regular clothes. I think so. Yeah. But in fact, the, the dame is so old in Britain that it's going back to Shakespeare's time when all of the actors were, were all male. They were all all the parts in Shakespeare's plays were played by men. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. All right. Thanks for the clarification on that. Okay. Faye. And thank you. And I'm sorry it upset somebody. And, okay. Uh, thank you. I, Appreciate it. We got the run from Texaco. We work from Maine to Mexico. The Texaco Theater presents Milton Berle. Tuesday nights, Uncle Milty. Millions of people watch that show. Because we only had three channels on our television. So, hey, chances are a lot of people would watch it. You know, I watch some of those shows now and I think, gee, that really wasn't that funny. 
But when we were little and watching it, it was hysterical. People roared at Milton Berle. And Monday night, I Love Lucy. That show was so popular that people actually closed stores early because no one was going out because they wanted to watch I Love Lucy. Isn't that amazing? Think about that. That's how popular that program is. And still today, people absolutely love I Love Lucy. And, and of course, the Milton Berle show. And there must have been a few others. But those are the two I remember the most. And that Sunday night, Ed Sullivan. But I remember they used to come on, the men from Mexico and Texaco, and they actually wiped the windows of your car and checked your oil. Don't wait too long if you want that now. It just doesn't happen. But they were there, and they put the gas in your car, and they made sure your tires were good, and they made you uh, spumoni desserts and whatever. And gas was, what, 20 cents a gallon or something like that? Anyway, it was a fun time. And I used to stay up for those shows. And then just about towards the end of the show, my eyelids were starting to freeze over. And time for bed, boom. But we fought with all our might to stay up and watch some of those shows, huh? WYCH is part of the Hall Communications Radio Group. From time to time, WICH has staff openings in various departments, such as sales, programming, promotions, and engineering, as well as the business office. When positions do become available, it is our policy to notify various organizations so that they can let their members be aware of them. WICH would be happy to add your organization to our notification list. Simply call us at 860-887-3511 and ask for Bob Reed. WICH and Hall Communications encourage minority and women's organizations to participate and are equal opportunity employers. What else is in the news? Members of Local 5123 of Aft, Connecticut, the largest of the three union locals representing L&M Hospital employees, say management is withholding their year-end bonuses in a bid to force a contract settlement. Hmm. As of Monday, the hospital and the two other local unions have reached tentative agreement that address the bonus issue, according to Fiona Felon, L&M's media relations manager. So we'll be following that story. Anything else that's on your mind this Christmas season? Remember, this is the program. You don't have to agree with me or any of our listeners or any of the topics because all opinions are welcome here. And the number is 860-889-5252. We were sad to hear about the passing of Christy Alley. She was just 71 years old. She was uh, one of the stars of Cheers for many years. Also, the movie Look Who's Talking with John Travolta died of cancer. Christy Alley, she was 71 years old. Very likable person, outspoken, not afraid to say what was on her mind, which I respected no matter what her opinion was. She just said what's on her mind, and she will be missed. Welcome to the program. Hi. Hi, Stu. Hi there. Speaking of a cross-dresser, uh, in that movie, Nash, remember that guy was 
trying to get out of a service, and he would wear women's clothes? Yeah, I, vaguely. I, I didn't watch a lot of MASH. I'm one of the few people that didn't, but I vaguely remember that part of it, yeah. yeah. I didn't watch it, but I, like you, vaguely remember that. Um, uh, my husband, when he was in the Navy, he told me that, uh, I want to say L.A., or wherever he went, there were beautiful, beautiful cross-dressers. You wouldn't know that they weren't women. Mm -hmm. They were beautiful, he told me. Well, there are um, people you can go to clubs and watch them, uh, you know, men who are dressed as women. And mm -hmm. it's an adult thing. The only problem was that uh, people have a problem when it's children. Well, well, naturally, but don't you think children would be in bed at a certain hour? Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, anyway, the, the <laughs> difference between some of the things that are going on politically with the gender oh. issue are different from the clowning days of comedians. Oh, yeah, that's that's quite true. Uh, right. Um, wow. Yeah, I, I hope that uh, mm -hmm. evidently you mentioned a play concerning this. No, no, it's, it's really... <laughs> the play is a popular play that's been around a long time called The Emperor's New Clothes. Oh. And the Norwich Art Center is putting it on, and it starts All this right. Friday. And it's just a hysterical, unique play, <laughs> and there's nothing in the world offensive about it. Right. It's Seems for children. to me it'd be quite funny. No, it's for children and their parents. It's oh, okay. nothing that's going to uh, okay. aggravate, as far as I know, aggravate anyone. Oh. Unless you fall out of your well, chair. I got more aggravation than that to worry about. Mm -hmm. You know, it's... um. Just getting through today, and I wanted to say the temperature is nice out there. Didn't you say it was fifty-six degrees? No, no, it's it's very it's a wonderful break. Yeah, yeah. nice day. Yeah, It'll be accompanied by rain, but so what? We're not freezing our bippies. That's boy. That's that's really true. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, I guess that's that. I had, okay. Yeah, you know, I just wanted to say. Um, well, people have a choice whether they want to go or not. Of course. Cut and dry. Yeah, but it's different from some of the things in the news where they're bringing these kids to these clubs where men are dressing as women and they're, you know, goofing off with the kids. It's it's totally different. Totally different. No, yeah. You you know, well, a lot of, a lot, one of my granddaughters, when she was small, was very afraid of clowns. Mm -hmm. Just didn't like them. So when there was something going on and there was a birthday party and there was going to be a clown, uh, you know, my son-in-law didn't. They didn't take her. Yeah, so, well, you know. a lot of people are afraid of clowns now. Isn't that something, huh? Well, no, they're not popular like they were before. Right. You know who I loved? Red Skelton. Remember when he would, he would, be, would be Christmas and he'd be looking in the window and all the people eating food. Freddy the Freeloader, and, yep. Yeah. <laughs> I have that tape, but, you know, I have a clown. Uh, I mean, it is him, and it plays a song, and one day I'll it, I'll wind the, the box up because I can't remember it now, but I, I love my music boxes, mm -hmm. and he's got a bottle of whiskey, and his head turns and his foot moves, and it's quite comical, you know, but he was one of my old-time favorites, him and um, oh, that guy, the cheap guy. 
Jack oh, Benny. Want... Yes, you're right. Oh, did I love those shows. I have a lot of them that I and They're wonderful shows. They are wonderful yeah, shows. Yeah. They sure are. Everybody have a good day. You too. Thank See you. Ya. Bye. Hello. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hey, good afternoon, Stu, man. I had to call you back, fourth quarter. Listen, thank you very much for that, uh, the gift that... Uh, yeah, oh, no, the yeah, that's cool. The yeah, you got Festival. that? Yes, very nice. I thought it would be appropriate for you, brother. You know why? 1972. Yes. I, wasn't, I wasn't here in 72, but I thought you came into town in 72. I know you had six years up in uh, in, in Boston, you know, where you really started out. People don't even know that. But I know because I, I'm a, I'm a fond listener to you still, and yeah, you got you got like sixty years in the business so what's, at least. Uh, what's uh, on your mind right now? What's on your mind? What's on my mind? Yeah, I'm really concerned about this still. And if I lived in Georgia, <clears throat> I told you this last week, and I watched a little more on my PBS. I'm going for Warnock, and he's he's the Democrat Party. That's fine. I don't want Herschel Walker to become a senator. I don't think he deserves to be a senator. I don't think and either one of them do. Wait, tomorrow's the big election. Mm-hmm. You know, the runoff. I don't want him in there. I loved him as a football player, but I don't think he, I don't think he has the credentials to be a United States senator. I'm sorry. Okay, that's fine. So that's that's my beef this afternoon. You remember the commercials back in the eighties, and it was the Whopper, and the and the old lady go, comes on. And she goes, "Where's the beef? I got a beef. I don't like Herschel Walker to become a senator. I don't think he. I don't know. I don't. You don't have no background to be just jump in and be in the Capitol and be a senator all of a sudden because they like. I like the Christian man. I know he's a biblical man. And his name's Warnock. He's a Democrat, and yeah, that's what I am a Republican by trade. But okay. I always I, I do the Stu Breyer deal. I go with my gut, and I believe in whoever is the best for the job. And that's I would vote for Warnock tomorrow. Okay, Warnock is the favorite, and thank you very much for calling. Love you, Stu, man. You have a good afternoon. Good okay. afternoon, buddy. Yeah. I think they're both terrible candidates. That's my opinion. I think we can do better with candidates than those two. Welcome to the program. You're on the uh, air. Hi, Stu. Hi. I disagree with Joey on that. But anyway, because I have heard recordings of a Warnock actually backs and says. No, and I understand he's got a terrible history as well. It's just who promotes it more. Yep, yep, yep. Um, hey, you know, um, have you been hearing about how, I don't know if it's NATO or the U.N. or who it is that wants to put a, a top on how much Russian oil can go for by the barrel, like 30 to 60, and they want it to end there because they think Russia's making too much money, right? Mm-hmm. I don't know. They're making money for sure. Yeah. Well, China can buy oil from them. Anyone in the world can buy oil from Russia. Now, if you are only going to charge 30 to $60 a barrel, whereas our oil is over 80 and we're paying extreme prices for it, don't you think all them countries like China, maybe even North Korea, I don't know what the heck they use, don't you think all them countries are going to buy it up and store it up while here we are? You know, we, we can't use our own oil and dig for it, drill for it, whatever. And... Biden is backing, you know, just 
cutting prices on Russian oil. That doesn't make any sense. It, he raises the prices on our oil, but lowers it on Russia. Now, they say because of that laptop of his son that, you know, and he's the big guy in it, getting 10% of everything um, Hunter made. He took, you know, Hunter took Russian money. He took Chinese money. But these oil prices per barrel is doing the world, the other side of the world a favor, but not us. And it's not right. And our electric bill came today, and it was under um, 200. Now it's over 200. Thanks mm-hmm. a lot. Lamont, and I got one good story, though. Okay, give me one good story, and i got to go. Uh, Joey was talking about Georgia. I saw this on the air because we always look at animal stories. There was this big, white, sheep guard dog. I think he was a Kuvaz, okay? Big, white one, all right? And he killed eight coyotes. He took on eight coyotes. Wow. He killed them. They did damage to him. I, I don't even want to know what a white-coated dog looked like after fighting with eight coyotes, okay? That was in the sheep. And um, he survived. He ran off, as they say, licking his wounds. The owner didn't know where he went, thought he might have died, but he knew he was hurt because he saw fur and this and that all over the sheep, sheep field. Well, the dog did finally limp back. And they took him to the veterinarian, and it cost thousands to fix him up. But there's a picture of him on the web, uh, on the internet, on YouTube, showing him with his, you know, middle section all wrapped in bandages. But the dog is like, hey, you know, he's not afraid of people. He knows people love him, and he saved the sheep and bought off eight coyotes. And you know what? That dog's got more guts than some of the people in Congress and Senate right now. All right. Thank you uh, for calling, Sue. Thank you. Okay. I'm glad the dog survived. Uh, You're in the air. Welcome. Hi, Sue. Hi there. Listen, I I agree with uh, Joey. I think uh, uh, Warnock is, is the one. I think he's going. I think he's going to win. I don't think he's yeah. uh, a good person because I know a lot about him. Well, and I don't think the other guy is either. So no, no, I know it. I know. So you have to choose one, mm-hmm. and uh, I would choose Warnock. Okay. You have we'll a little. See, we'll little, see who wins, but yeah. I, I'm for Warnock. I hope he wins. You have not a lot of time to move to Georgia to vote, though. I know, I okay. know, I know. I don't either. <laughs> All right, we'll see what happens. Okay. Thank you. Yeah. Hello, welcome to the program. Good afternoon, Mr. Stu. Hello, Lawrence. <laughs> Lawrence, I like that name, Lawrence. Yeah. What's I told up? you three weeks ago, neither one of those people were fit for office, remember? No, not a, I, and I agree with you. Uh, you know, people don't under, you know, unless you really explore the backgrounds of both of them, the people wouldn't know what we're talking about. But uh, Well, what? I know the backgrounds of both of them very well, and uh, yeah. neither one of them are fit to go to Washington, D.C. Mm-hmm. Um they're a disgrace, both of them are. And um, I don't even know if I would vote if I lived in Georgia. I don't know if I'd, uh, I'd, I'd, I know it wouldn't be right not to vote, but I don't know if I could vote for either one of those people, to tell you the truth. You wouldn't be voting for me, you'd be voting for the balance of uh, 
you know, who's going to be in the Senate more than others. But as far as the two, we can do much better than that with candidates. And I don't know why we yeah. can't. But anyway, so mm-hmm. uh, President the Idiot was walking through the, uh, the grass there with his, uh, on his way to his helicopter. He didn't have his sunglasses on because it was raining out. Anyway, uh, Peter Ducci uh, from Fox News got the yell out of question uh, to him, and he says, since you're going to Arizona, Mr. President, um, why aren't you stopping at the border while you're there? And he quoted, I have more important things to do. End of quote. Well, that tells it all, doesn't it? (laughs) I have more important things to do. I mean, I don't think a lot of people realize exactly what the ramifications of that porous border are, but they're very, hey, by very the way, dangerous. He said that in a smart-ass way. Yeah. <laughs> in other words, he knew it was Peter Ducey from Fox News, and he oh, wasn't yeah. going to give him yeah. a correct answer. I'm surprised they haven't banned Peter Ducey from some of those uh, questions when the president is up on the uh, in Washington, but at least they let him get his words in. Yeah, I'm surprised they... Surprised. Well, he yells his questions out all the time, though. They really don't uh, pick him for a question. He gets, he yeah. yells them out, and once in a while, they'll they'll, uh, <clears throat> they'll answer him. It certainly has to do it that way, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Okay. Well, good it's getting windy out. Is it? Yeah, we'll get some rain coming, and uh, enjoy the day, Larry. Uh, okay, you too. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thank you. Sometimes you just feel like yelling, Makes everything feel better, doesn't it? Local high school basketball is coming to Mohegan Sun Arena on Monday, December 19th. The Day and Ambassador Limo are proud to present the Holiday Classic Tournament, featuring can't-miss matchups including East Catholic versus Notre Dame West Haven at 4 p.m., St. Bernard versus Daniel Hand at 6 p.m., and New London versus Norwich Free Academy at 8 p.m. Tickets cost $10 and are on sale now at theday.com slash holidayclassic or at the Mohegan Sun box office. See you December 19th at Mohegan Sun Arena. Where are the good candidates? My goodness. Was the Fenneman one and the, uh, even Oz, was he really a good candidate for Senate? I I didn't think so. Come on. Hmm. Where are they, the good candidates? We need you. We need you, you good candidates. Get in the mix. 860-889-5252 860-889-5252 is our number. Stu Breyer with you, and it's now at uh, 57 degrees, a little warmth for this time of year. It is December the 6th. You know what tomorrow is. It's Pearl Harbor Day. 81 years ago. Terrible tragedy, the bombing in Pearl Harbor. We'll be talking about that, among other things. Welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Hello, Helen. Hello. Hello good, you good to hear someone. Mm-hmm. Hi. <laughs> Hi, Stu. Hi, Mike. How you doing? Good. Yeah. You having a good visit? Yes. Uh, a little chilly, but yes. Hi, Mike. You're, you're not used to the chilly, are you? Not this chilly during the day, but hey, yes, I know you consider this warm. So. <laughs> uh, so your mom talks about you all the time, Mike. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, In a nice way. So what you been up to? Uh, well, um, hey, California working and 
Um, enjoying the weekends, doing a lot of uh, shows and concerts out there. I go to I go with my friends, and um, yeah, it's pretty it's pretty nice out there. You do, you do a lot of working out, don't you? Uh, yeah, every day, pretty Wait. much. <laughs> That's amazing. You are consistent. I got to give you credit for that. Yeah, yeah it's I'm 54, going to be 55 in February. It doesn't get any easier, so. Well, if you keep in good shape, it does get a little easier for you. Uh, so, uh, it's routine for me, so that's good. <laughs> you're a former policeman. Do you miss it at all? Um, you know, it was a great life experience, um, but I probably would never go back to that line of work. No, no, no matter what. Even though, uh, you know, I respect everybody that does it. It's it's a it's a hard and stressful job, but it made me who I am today. So, well, that's good. Well, we appreciate all that you do. So. Uh, How's mom doing? Um, I'm doing all right. She's, uh, you know, still active, still stubborn as hell. So yeah, I know, I know. You got we got to watch her, uh, Mike, because she's got a thing with the heat. I say I don't want you to be cold in the winter. Yeah, so make sure know, you get that heat on, right? Yeah, I'll be taking her to doctor appointment on Wednesday, and mm-hmm. um, she's still, she's still uh, uh, <laughs> pretty active. <laughs> Yeah, good for her. Good for her. Well, she's definitely fe- still feisty, in case you were wondering. Yeah, um, no doubt. <laughs> so you're going to be there another week or another few days? Until um, Friday morning. Mm-hmm. So, unfortunately, not long enough. But well, She contributes to a show a lot. Everybody loves when she calls. Oh. <laughs> uh, she's uh, developed a cult status, uh, yeah. huh? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And uh, not too many uh, folks have a mom that knows karate. So uh, he, yeah, I uh, think I think those days are gone. But that was a long time. Judo, judo. She corrected me. Oh, judo. Okay, judo. Correcting you right now. <laughs> yes, judo. Mike, <laughs> it's great talking with you. Well, it's it's very nice talking to you, Stu. Um, you appreciate it, and uh, we wish good things for the family. And I know she has rough days and uh, yeah. some pretty good days, but we hope. Uh, well, you guys can keep this up uh, for many years to come, you and my mom. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely. We're watching her for you. Oh, all right, excellent. I need an extra set of eyes. <laughs> all right, Mike. She's a handful. <laughs> Enjoy. Right. Uh, hey, thank you. You're very welcome. Nice talking with you. Bye. Helen's uh, son, Michael, we talk about him a lot. And uh, there he is. He's got a great radio voice, doesn't he? Hi, W-I-C-H. How you doing? Good. Hey, uh, I, wa- I wanted to get off the subject a little bit. I'm on the weather's feel, and I lost your signal a while back. But, mm-hmm. uh, what a Olang Syne. What about okay. it? We, we sing it at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. The end of the old year and the beginning of the old year. And Olang Syne means figuratively, you know, old times. Remember mm-hmm. old time. Sure. Well, 1994, uh, I made my sixth trip to Scotland. It was 30 years after my first trip in 1964. Anyway, my wife and I, we had a great time. We stayed two weeks. And we went up to the Isle of Skye. And there's a small town up there called Dunvegan. So we got a, a room in a little hotel and we were walking up up the street and there was a sign that said there was a Kaylee. A Kaylee is like a dance or a party 
you know, in England or Ireland or Scotland. So it was at the, the town rec center. So we went, and we had a great time. There was a, there were two young guys, teenagers. One of them played the bagpipes. The other one played the accordion. And, and this thing went to like midnight. Started at seven. <laughs> wow! But at the end, at the end, you know, like I, you know, I don't know how they do it now, but the old dances they used to play. Good night, ladies. That was the end of the dance. Mm-hmm. Sure, I remember. Yep. They they played at the end of the Kaylee Old Lang Syne. Mm-hmm. And they wanted everybody to get in a big circle. Now, the real Old Lang Syne has dozens of verses. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's and right. We only sing one. Mm-hmm. And for like 15 minutes, we all stood in a circle and came together in the middle and went back out while they played you know, 25 verses of Old Lang Syne. After that, every time I hear that song, well, it reminds me of, you know, Scotland. I was, I, like I said, I was there six times, but it, it does make me recall the old times. Yeah, I think that people are satisfied with just one verse of it. I think it gets carried away. We really get into it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know what you mean, but you know. it, it has a different it has a different uh, uh, meaning in Scotland because yeah. they've been through some tough times over the years. So absolutely, well, I'm glad you yeah. shared that. That's very interesting. Okay, thank you. Thank Bye. you. Can you imagine going through the, all the verses of that? Uh, my goodness. By the time you finish it, it'll be another year. Hi, welcome to the program. Good well, afternoon. How you doing? All right, thank you. Listen, huh? Oh, yes, Bellman. How's that sound? Sounds very good. Okay. I'm sitting here on the porch. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking to myself... You know, maybe I don't want that shiny new oil truck for Christmas this year. Oh, not something else now? Nah, I don't think it'll fit under the tree. We could make it fit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Stu, you know, we've sent some good candidates to, um, uh, politicians to uh, Washington, D.C., but the funny thing is, is once they get there, they change. Mm. You're right. It's like Jekyll and Hyde, yeah. Yeah, you know, they just, I think they just go down there, and all they want to do is just line their pockets with money. Two so, things have ruined this country, Stu, greed and politicians. I've noticed some change in some people that I knew. I hope it's not everybody, but it's... Uh... Well, unfortunately, I think it is, because no, no matter who you send down there, I don't know, I don't know if it's something in the water or whatever, but once they get there, they just forget all about us. Well, I think it's human nature where they like to keep to the flock and don't want to shake up the feathers, but right. they should. They exactly. should do that. They should don't do want to get shunned. Yep. Um, and one other thing I've noticed, too, and you probably have and everybody else, I'm, I'm walking into the grocery store, and I'm coming out with less, but I'm paying more. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, no Christmas trees this year, huh? 
No, I'm I'm no, I'm sorry we don't have the Christmas tree giveaway this year. Oh, I missed that that jingle. I know, me too. Was, Maybe you should play it once or twice just uh, to keep just to remind us about the good old times. Yeah, I could just play the jingle. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. All right. Okay, well, you have a good rest of the afternoon, and we'll talk to you again sometime. All right, thank you, Mr. Charm. Yep, bye-bye. Hello, welcome to the program. Yes, when you're speaking uh, to Mike there, you mentioned that he had a good radio voice. The the fellow after him who was speaking of Scotland, the first, immediately when I heard his voice, I was wondering if that was Johnny Most. Didn't that fellow sound like Johnny Most there? I, was the, I didn't uh, think of it, but the, I certainly listened to Johnny and Most a lot growing up, that's for sure. Yeah, I thought that fellow who spoke about Scotland definitely sounded like Johnny Most. Huh. But anyway, but anyways, have, have a nice Christmas, dude. You too, thank you. <laughs> One of the great basketball announcers of all time at the Boston Garden, Johnny Most. He was amazing. Welcome to the program. Oh, hi, Stu. Hi. How are you? We're doing pretty well, my friend. Well, it's always good to hear you. Wonderful program. This is Dave beside the fireplace. Oh, Dave's at the fireplace. Not in the attic, (laughs) not in the cellar, but at the fireplace. Just where you should be, Dave. It's good to hear from you. Well, I'm I'm, I'm putting the logs on the fire here, listening to your good program. And uh, uh, anyway, you were mentioning about the politicians, but... The thing, the thing that no one, only I will talk about, uh, is the fact that if you were going to hire a contractor, you would sign a contract, wouldn't you, <clears throat> with what was going to be done. And the only problem is I, I see it as the biggest default in the political system is that, is that we put the politicians in on the promise that they'll, they're going to work toward the, the goal that they're promising. Um, However, uh, I don't know that they're under any contract, like a contractor, uh, to do as they say they're going to do. I mean, if they were under contract, they'd be working toward what they promised, right? That's a good point you're making there, Dave. Well, the thing is, I mean, look, if we, let's say if we're going to hire a roof, let's say a contractor, um, and uh, we didn't have a contract with him. In other words, we're saying, well, you know, just 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 uh, replace the roof, uh, and we'll leave it arbitrary as to uh, uh, what you're going to do, when you're going to start, uh, what materials. It, it's all up to you. Mm-hmm. Well, in a way, that's that's I think the way the politicians like it to be. I, I'm. They, they can make the promise to get in, but there's nothing holding them uh, to what they're promising you. So so uh, can't we uh, think of some kind of a contract uh, in the future to, uh, to strengthen the political system? What do you think? Well, you're uh, coming up with so, some good stuff by the fireplace today, Dave. <clears throat> well, it's nice and warm here, and... Uh, you know, I've got to come up with something worth listening to. <laughs> okay, buddy. So anyway, if there's anyone that can call in, I mean, uh, I'd like to hear other people's uh, opinions on this as well. Maybe we'll get something going here. I hope the politicians are, are listening, too. Okay. 
Okay. Good stuff. So whatever, whatever it's worth. Okay, and I hope you have a real good uh, Christmas and New Year's too. Okay. You too. By you're by the fireplace. I hope your stocking is hung there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, buddy. Okay, it is. Thank you. you take care now. You too. Thank you. Bye bye now. Ah uh, yes. We love that good nostalgia when we were giving away trees and. But these are different times, and we hope that'll come back soon. And you'll have a chance to guess which reindeer is leading Santa's sleigh. Will it be Dancer, Dasher, Donner, Blitzen, Comet Cupid, What's-His-Name, and all of those other reindeer? Ho, ho, ho! On Donna! I'm sorry, I forgot Donna. I hope you haven't been naughty. Don't be naughty. Mommy and Daddy are mad I'm getting nothing for Christmas Cause I ain't been nothing but bad I broke my bat on Johnny's head Somebody snitched on me Some gum with a penny slug Somebody snitched on me Oh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas Mommy and Daddy are mad I'm getting nothing for Christmas Cause I ain't been nothing but bad Somebody snitched on me I tied a knot in Susie's hair Somebody snitched on me I did a dance on Mommy's plans Climbed a tree and tore my pants Filled that sugar bowl with ants Somebody snitched on me Oh, I'm getting nothing for Christmas Whatever you do, cause if you're bad, I'm warning you. Well, he may not be getting anything for a very long time after that list of things, huh? Did you ever go through that when you were a kid? Oh, we gotta be good for Christmas, but I'll wait till about December 20th and then I'll really be good. Santa knows. He knows when you're messing around with him. We're just about out of time and a lot of fun today. I don't think I don't think New Year's has been the same since Guy Lombardo. I really do. We used to look forward to that every year. Guy Lombardo, 
and his rendition of Auld Lang Syne. I happen to find it, so I'm going to play a little bit of it here. I don't think anybody could play Auld Lang Syne like Guy Lombardo. still have plenty of year left. I just thought it'd be nice to play. sadness to that song, isn't it? You know, it's maybe it's good we hear it about once a year. Don't forget your friends. New friends are silver, old friends are gold. New acquaintances we haven't figured out yet. the sound they had, Guy Lombardo and his Royal Canadians. You always knew it was their band, just something about it. Okay, be careful driving home now. Thanks for joining us today. Having a little fun in between some of the things that aren't fun, you know what I mean. Please be kind to each other. Let's have a great season together. Lots of good Christmas songs and stories and interesting phone calls, and we thank you for that. Jimmy Fallon has the uh, talk show after 2 o'clock. Personality Radio, WICHAM 1310 in Norwich, and now FM 94.5 W233DB in Norwich. Appreciate all the good conversation. All opinions are welcome here.